This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Opie16. Use the code Opie16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Opie is here, and his show starts now. No shit, Dennis. We know that already. Dennis trying to give us some Phil Collins facts. We got Phil Collins coming in here in about 15, 20 minutes. So there you go. Genesis, turn it on again, starts uh, this fine radio show. He'll be on the air this afternoon. You get it? Yeah, we get it. Thank you, Dennis. Can you leave? Want me out? Yeah, we want you out. (laughs) All right. Take care, guys. Because I know a lot about Phil Collins. Get out of here. You're, You're filler. Eric understands. The show's like, you know, lagging a little bit. Then we call Dennis Falcone, and uh, he comes in here and helps out a little bit. But we didn't call him. No, no kidding. That's why I said get the fuck out. He's getting a little too comfortable just walking in on shows. You think? Yeah. He's a weirdo. It's, and then it becomes, uh, then it's not special, so I don't need him anymore. Because he doesn't want to do what he does anymore. I'll find another Dennis Falcone. That's that's easy. Two seconds. In two seconds. I got him right here, uh, the Matt yeah. Cuban. Carl Falcone. <laughs> uh, Genesis, turn it on again. I haven't heard that song in years, Vic Henley. I love that song. Do you really? I'm a big, uh, yeah, I like uh, even the crappy Genesis songs I like. I like which ones are the crappy <laughs> ones. Su- well, that's him by himself, Su- Su- Studio. Su- Su- Studios. Horrible. Uh, that's a great song. Nah, that's not good? Y- y- no, I don't think so. I'm it's, Cuban. It's, I thought that was the best well, one. No, really? What does being Cuban, being Cuban have to do with it? We can't dance to it. It's garbage. <laughs> and you can dance to Su- 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 Studio. I can dance to anything. I think well, that's, that's right. That goes back to you being Cuban. <laughs> I think that's why he wrote the book, too, because he didn't want to be known just for Studios. He decided it's time to write a book and just let it all out. Out there, so. follow, follow you, follow me, follow you, follow me. That's that's not a shitty Genesis song. I like song. that one. No, I, I was going to say I'm going I'm, back to. Uh, uh, I'm I like trying to think one. of a, a shitty Genesis song. I was playing a lot of Genesis on the way in today. Uh, Mama, oh, that's not a shitty one. No, is no, it? that's a good okay. song. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. We can't dance. Uh, that's a questionable. Little, that's, that's on the fence. That's a little. I'm on the fence on that one. What's, what's the one with the Reagan? Reagan. Uh, he was like a big those. Land animated. of Confusion. Oh, that was my favorite. Well, that was the uh, that was the great TV show from England. The uh, oh the, the uh, it, where it, they used the puppets. Yeah, yeah. As the politicians, yeah. and it was a series, and it's really famous. And I'm I drawing a complete blank. Yes, here. In the, I don't know. For a minute. Yeah. For a minute. Thank, oh, really? yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's called. Yeah, it was like some, just, it was some bar in DC, and all the like there was humans and puppets. It was a massive yeah. hit in England, oh, and they no. brought it over here. And I, I just looked it up two weeks ago and forgot. And uh, it's it's they're, they're called the something. I, I only know the video. I, I didn't realize it was an actual TV show. It was a su- super successful political satire show yeah. that what they you, tried to spin off over here. Is it DC Mid- Follies? Yeah, it's something. Uh, what year was that? Was eighty-seven to eighty? If you look up, I'm no, only forty. Look up puppets. Look, look up, look up puppets. Puppet, right, look up puppets. Political puppet political, TV show. That's exactly what I looked up. Political <laughs> puppet TV show. Uh, by the way, it's I can't dance. Uh, you know, I got. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, uh, I got to yeah. correct myself before they start screaming at me on Twitter. Uh, political spitting puppet image. show. Spitting image. You got, got it. Spitting image. Right I don't there. think I've ever seen that's Spitting it. Image. That's what it was. It was awesome. But that's what uh, they based that video they, on? Yes, exactly. That was taken out of that. Okay. that. Yeah, that's completely amazing. It was really funny and uh didn't catch on over here. Yeah. All right. 
But there you have it, Genesis. God, that's that's a good song. Turn it on again. That's a fabulous song. I kind of like it a lot. Well, that you know, did you enjoy the Mike and the Mechanics when they spun off uh, into that? I mean, you know, uh, the father told his children <laughs> through the missing years. The missing yes, years, yes. right? But he didn't even write that. No, that was after he left. That was Rutherford and Tony Banks. Mike Rutherford is no, that was his solo project. Yeah, Mike and the Mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Mike Rutherford and Tony because Banks. Genesis did try to go on when Phil said, "Fuck you guys, my solo." Career career is sweet. Yes, and he, yeah, I think around 96 he left Genesis and they tried. I think they tried one album. I don't remember with who. I didn't give a fuck. I was done myself. I, just, I think Tony Banks was the drummer. Mike Rutherford uh, and Tony Banks and Phil Collins and, right. and Peter Gabriel were the original, maybe. Uh, you're missing one, I think. I'm leaving somebody out. I think you're missing one. I'm, I'm never perfect. That's all right. I only come on here so people can correct me and I can learn more. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like a walking encyclopedia. No, I, full of shit. You're a walking encyclopedia. I'm what? like, I'm like Wikipedia. I can be corrected at any moment. What were the original members of Genesis? You had the Peter Gabriel. You had Phil, Phil was on the drums. Mike Rutherford, Tony Banks. Um, Tony he, Banks on keyboard. He sang his first song for Genesis on what album? Vic Henley. Ooh, I don't know. I got nothing on I got that, you one. that one. Jesus. It was a song called More Fool Me off uh, Selling England by the Pound. There you go. Look at you. See? I, I was into Genesis. I don't care. I like I, it. I was into Genesis. I like it a lot. What was the double album? They did a double album. Uh, uh, Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. No, that's a great. That's the one we follow you, follow me. Uh, I think the Lamb what, Lies Down on Broadway is a great fucking album. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know the song in the cage. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. But all I'm right. trying to think of in the mid '80s there was a double record. I think uh, if I'm not totally, I don't know they if got you're so right sassy. About that. I might be wrong again. I, I only come right here to be that. corrected. You're confusing me a little bit here. Uh, Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Abacab. Abacab was not a double. Album. No. Uh, I, right. I could tell you something about Abacab. That's what I'm thinking. That was the one I was thinking of. Uh, that sounds a lot like Turn It On Again. Ab- right. Abacab I, sounds well, a lot like well, Turn It On Again. Well, speaking of Turn It On Again and Abacab, that was the song I lost my virginity to. No! Thank you very much. Wow. No! Abacab. Really? Yes. Wow. To a girl that had a birth defect. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And look, I know Abacab is six minutes and 58 seconds. I can tell you that much. But it was old school record players where you could get the song to play again. That's right. All right. So I lasted. Three times? Three songs? You know what? I want to say it lasted, but I don't think I lasted to the end of the song if it was my first time. I know you did. Impossible. I think that's impossible. What about you? Do you know yours, Cuban Man? The first virginity record? I paid for it. That's the song. Oh, you mean the song? I yeah. paid for it. Yeah. Was that the song? <laughs> what band is that? Was, uh, I don't know. I was, paid uh, for it. Was va- this, uh, this band called Material Issue? Ooh. Uh, Valerie, the name of the song was. I was at some fucking weirdo Nirvana dude's house. Okay. Not Steve Winwood's. I was going to say Valerie. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, it's a great song. Material Issue. Good band. One Mitch, song. All right. I like it. All right. Mine's right. Earth, Wind, and Fire. She After was the love a is fucking gone. After the Loving's Gone. After the Love is Gone. Earth, Wind, and Fire. That might be the best one. Uh, that was, you know. My, yeah. we, same thing. We just kept, we used to just stack all the soul records where they just play one after another right. and but, hope you made it to the end. Yeah, I lost my virginity to a girl that had a birth defect. I mean, you know, from my when you look at her, like I, you, I'm looking at you, she was beautiful. Everything was all right, but then, uh, well, then when I went for the doggy, there was a uh, there was a dark dark tail of hair that went from 
the her neck all the way down to her uh, oh wow butthole really right in the middle almost like it was a horse like oh. a Rhodesian ridge. I don't know what the fuck it was, it was dark and uh, and it's prominent. Not a defect. I got thirty stories like that with fucking girls. A, a, a line all Go the way the down. Caribbean. It's like a hyena farm down there. <laughs> I thought there was something's wrong with her. Like she had a fake leg or something. We we talked about this on the air for years. Me and Anthony. That's nothing. You, you was, just described half of my half of Cuba. <laughs> it's not hair all over the back. It no, was just yeah, one yeah, line of hair yeah. from the back of her neck all the way down. We to used to her, call them gators to her uh, butt. Hyena yeah. farm. Hmm. That freaked me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little. It was a little nerve wracking. Well, you know, a little nerve wracking. Not. That's not. I thought it was some real. But her eyes were beautiful. I was going to say. At least there wasn't a crying game situation going on. That could have been super nerve wracking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know, go to the Caribbean. It's a hyena farm. I think it would have been super uh, crying game. Would have been more than anything. Also, didn't Phil Collins blow Opie off? Well, um, hmm. No, I just wasn't that nice when I when I got a picture with him a few years back here at SiriusXM. I was so excited to meet him because Genesis was one of those bands I was really into for a while, and then uh, uh, he was here, and I'm like, Phil Collins is here, holy shit! And I, I'm not, I wasn't like Jimmy, where Jimmy has to get you know celebrity pictures, but every once in a while I'll I'll, I'll go for it, and All that right. was one I wanted badly. Went into the green room, and I, I was fanboy, pretty much saying how much I loved Genesis growing up. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I just wanted the picture taken, and I was like, I was kind of bummed. I know. I didn't expect some over-the-top thing, but maybe no. maybe a slight smile. or When you're fanboy, though, I've ruined it. I've only been fanboy once or twice, and I have totally gushed and ruined it and felt just like stare at the floor, turn and walk away. With who? Chicago was the first time Chicago. I was at a Chicago. I was at a corporate gig with them, and, yeah. and we I got they had one big van to drive us all back to the hotel, and I was the first person in the van. And as soon as they all started piling in the van, they're all looking at me like, who the fuck is this guy? And they, they did not see me open. They didn't know that I'd been semi-funny in front of about 5,500 sure. people at the Fox Theater in Atlanta wow. or 3,500 something. And they, no, they just literally, I was the dork. They're like, who the, what's this dude doing on our, in our van? Right. And then I didn't even <laughs> let him get settled in. I'm like, you guys fucking crushed him. I just fucking jizzed all over myself. Said, ever said, I tried to do the musician thing. I'm like, you guys were tight. Tight. <laughs> and they fucking, tight. I just, I know. And I just, I just immediately just cried all the next 20 minutes back to the hotel I'm just like you I would have turned idiot. it on them and said you don't know who the fuck I am I'm no. the trombone player <laughs> I totally fucking did Robert Lamb Robert Lamb the keyboard player was sitting he's the guy that sings Saturday in the park and so after right. after 15 minutes of just awkward you can just hear him mumbling in the back still who the fuck is this guy and he just reaches he just reaches up and he's like uh, I heard you did really well the, the, the agent actually did say you did really well I know who you are we didn't see it but fuck these guys they're just giving you oh, shit. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, no, he was really sweet. And, and then, you know, and then when we went in the hotel, they, we were getting on the elevator together, and they went, you know, I were just kind of busting your balls. You want to come up to the suite? Oh, good. And I was, no, I was so fucking embarrassed. I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to go to my oh, room. Oh, you just said, no, really? I didn't do it. I, even though they offered and came back nice, I still. I would have went. Now, I went to my room and went, you fucking idiot, and berated myself for the next, you know, 20 years. <laughs> 
I, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen Chicago. I'm trying to remember. They're still good to this I day. I feel like I did in Rochester. They're still good to this day. At the Finger Lakes Performing Arts Center. There you go. Fine. I think. I, I, I mean, feel like I saw. The Walter guy, Walter still does all their charts for them. The horn guy, he's the one original, yeah. or one of the few. There's two or three of them that are still there. And yeah, he still does all the charts and arranges everything. And they, you know, it's still Chicago. It, it, I was in the balcony and uh, all by myself at this gig. And the whole staff, which is all black people in Atlanta at the Fox, and they oh, come, really? yeah, and they go, yeah, and they come, <laughs> surprise, but they all come, they're all smoking weed, they're all up in the back, Shut up. they're all smoking, they're taking a break, and they're You're all smoking that weed. Up. No, and I, again, I'm the, one, I'm the one, you know, fucking hillbilly idiot sitting there, and I went over to him and started, you know, hitting off the joint with him, and I'm like, I go, I, and I literally like, uh, if I wasn't stupid enough earlier, I went, black people like Chicago, <laughs> and you started phonics talking, and, and, yeah, and they all went, black people love Chicago, of course they love Chicago, <laughs> no, and I, I'm like, okay. man. I learned something new. Every With the year. horns? Yes, that's what they all said. That every single one of them said. Blacks we, like horns, right? You know, uh, normally. <laughs> normally. They put a horn section in something. I like that. I, I, think, the horn, okay. I think the blacks like the horns. Now you just blacks not, like the horns. Now you sound like Ross Perot in oh, yeah. 1992. You people love you horns. You people like the horns. <laughs> you people love the horns. Uh, well, congratulations on Cleveland, man. I know that's sort of like uh, Big win. One, of, one of your homes. I got it. I'm pulling for them. Although I still can't go. And even my girl who lives there is still. You know, if the Cubs win, fine. Right. But, uh, you well, know. Well, it's such a great story. It's a great guy. Either way, story. it's going to be pretty cool. Very uh, for the country. I almost wore my Wendians shirt today. <laughs> Wendians? The dude that made my Super Cleveland shirt that I always yeah, yeah. wear in here, he's got a new one, GV Art, GV Art in Cleveland. Yeah. They're selling out of shit right and left. And he makes a new one after every victory. Or, so one a week they're coming out. You can't get oh, in the store. no kidding. You cannot get in the store. Everything's sold out. And I almost, he uh, he brought me a Wendian one. And, and he's a friend of yours? I He goes to, uh, his kids go to school with uh, okay. my children. Gotcha. Who are not my children. They're sort of, they're sort of your children. <laughs> oh, you got that going? On to I do have that. I'm in that too. Program. <laughs> Wait, you're like in that two. program? Those kids, they my boat the farm with the chickens on it. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice way of saying it. Oh, I, like I, did, I did not know that. I uh, got them when they were three. Okay. So I missed all the fucking the twi- shit. The, the twins were three and four when I showed up. Uh, yeah. Basically. All right. So they pretty much look at you that, you know, you're the dad, man. Yeah. But if they really fuck up, I can blackjack deal. They're like, oh, that ain't my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for playing. That was a, that was a, <laughs> no, I'm like, Marie, nobody in my family eats fucking batteries. That's your fucking, yes. I don't know what he's doing in the corner. That used to be, I forgot whose joke that was, but there was a, some New York comic that was in his act where he goes, uh, I was dating a blackjack dealer and I knew it was over when she went. We're done. Yeah, we're she, she did the clap the table. Like I got with the kid's thing. soccer game, and he's on the wrong field. I'm like, Marie, what the fuck? That's, yeah, that's your problem. That was my kid. He was nine goals already. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Uh, yeah, but Cleveland won last night. I, I, I watched. I watched the little World Series. The Cavaliers beat the shit out of the Knicks. That's by what I'm saying about Cleveland. Too, oh, you know. Fucking, uh, I, I tweeted. What did I tweet? I said, uh, meet the new Knicks, same as the old fucking Knicks. <laughs> Went with the who? Same as the old boss. Uh, right. I went with the, the same as the old Nothing boss wrong bullshit with, with the Knicks. Yep. I mean, come on. I, I know Cleveland is a great team. I get it. They're home. They're getting their rings. It's a, it's a tough spot to be in. But then to lose by what thirty pounds? What, Paul? Undertaker was there. The, the Undertaker was at the game. Yeah, in full gimmick and everything. Yeah, and I, 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 he was helping giving out the rings or something, or he was back. Mick? Or is he did not Mick the Undertaker? There he is. Foley... Yeah, that's a picture I saw. He was. He no, was meeting Mick Foley, everybody. Foley's not the Undertaker. Who was? No. Mankind or Cactus Jack? Who, who was Foley's first one? What was he Mankind. called? Mankind. Mankind. Was that yeah. what he called? Yeah. 
All right, I don't know. Yeah, I don't you know. Had a few, but no, uh, my wrestling's from the seventies. But the Cavaliers look great already. Uh, did you hear about the Warriors though? They lost to San Antonio. They lost. You, in a they spanking. Lo- they lost by twenty nine yeah. points at home. Great. They didn't lose one game last year at home in the regular season. They lost one in the regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. They did because I was going for I was going for the undefeated at home thing. San Antonio had they lost it going late on. in the season, right? Yeah, they both okay. did. They both had the under. They were both playing late in the season, and I think they were both trying for the undefeated. So they lost their first home game by twenty nine points. Good. Yeah. Everyone's looking at the Warriors like they would they would run the table or Four, come close. Forty and one is the best anybody's ever done. The Cavs have done thirty nine and two, but nobody's gone forty one and zero at home. I'm pretty sure. All right, because I was hoping for it last year. Was it late in the year? And no, because no, late in the year, both of those were still in play. You right. had a chance for them to go seventy three and nine and set the all time record, and then you had the Spurs that were still unbeaten at home. But and I and I and both those uh, they did get the seventy three and nine. Yeah, but nobody got the forty one and zero yet. How do you know all that shit, Vic? It's I, a fucking bookie. It's no. Well, I, I did run a book. Oh, well, how do you think? I pay, <laughs> all right. How do you think I pay for my college? <laughs> my buddy and I made nineteen thousand dollars in ten weeks our senior year. No shit. Yeah, exactly. In, in high What'd school you do or college? college? I had wow. a full on, I had a, I had to go to bookie school. I went to a man's house and that, to learn it. I went to a man's house to learn it, and he supposedly had won the house in a card game. Oh my! God. And it was like the wall of television. Degenerate Harvard. It's era. crazy, right? And I went to bookie school, and I'm not going to say the awesome. dude's name because in, in Alabama at the time, um, no matter the first time they caught you for gambling, yeah, it was a misdemeanor, no matter how large your operation was. So if you had never been caught, and you could be running a ten million dollar gambling operation, if it was the first time they caught you, it was a $35 fine Get the and fuck a misdemeanor. Out. What's that about? Totally, well, thank you, Alabama lawmakers <laughs> from the 50s or whoever. Somebody right. Exactly. So when when you say you went to bookie school, was it sort of official with this guy? Did you have to pay him a little no, bit? No, no. My, my, or were, you working, were my, you working for him a little bit? No, no. I, 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 I knew. a taste? I knew. Who he, yes. I gave him 10%. He had to be taking the taste. Uh, he gave, so I he, gave him 10%. He, he taught you the lay yes. of the land and then you had to give him a little taste. He told me what to do. Gotcha. He told me how to move the points. I could lay off. If somebody went super crazy bet that I didn't want to take, I could shift part of it to him. Oh, wow. And I sat there for three afternoons in this man's house. Did you set the points or did he sort of go? He gave it to me first and then I would adjust it based on where my money was coming in. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, if everybody's going one way, you got to start moving the line to get them to go back the other way. And you made $19,000? That was the best we ever did. We made $19,000 in 10 weeks. What did you do with it? Blew it because we had the policy of ill-gotten gains have to be wasted. Who so, the fuck's such stupid shit like that? My partner and I agreed with him. That's, a, that's not stupid. I don't think I've gotten to an ill guy. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be homeless if I followed that. When, you, well, when, when we, you get money that you know you just didn't earn, right. of course you spend yeah. it. We I got, blew I, it. I, I, when course. I was a kid, I used to get hit by a car every 13 minutes trying to get money. We, went, we walked into the War Eagle Supper Club, which was one of the only places you could see live music at the time in Auburn. Everybody else was a hotel lounge or a weird thing. This was a cinder block building 100 yards on the outside of town where nice. you could still get liquor and you know, break all the rules because right. it was a different county. And uh, we walked in there one night, and I had like a thousand dollars in my pocket, and he had eight or nine hundred. And, and uh, he looks at me, my friend, and he goes, uh, "Let's go do the old west thing." And I'm like, "What do you mean the old west thing?" He goes, "He goes, let's go storming through the saloon doors and go drinks on me, <laughs> you know, and buy a round Come for on. the house." Did he do it? And we asked the bartender, "How much will it cost us to do that?" Right. And we didn't tell him how much we had in our pockets. Right. And he went like nine hundred bucks for the next hour. Wow. And so. 
the band, the I still remember the Telluride was the name of the band, and they were taking a break. They were playing the by the Almond Brothers, which is a long song. And how does it go again? It's an instrumental. It's it's and I'm yeah I can't. Anyway, it's a fuck. So anyway, the band finished. Jessica, that's it. And so we go we go walking on stage, and they're taking a break and the manager of the bar walked me and my buddy on stage and rang a bell that they would ring if you gave a big tip and he was like he pointed at both of us and said uh these two idiots have just bought liquor for everybody for the next hour beautiful and we walked through the bar and then when that hour went up my other buddy goes i still got 600 in my pocket and so we went over to him the dude's name was mad dog we're like mad dog how much for another hour and we don't have another 900 he goes how much you got and he goes 600 he goes give it to me he rang the bell again, he rang it again. another hour here we did, did you get girls from yeah, it or oh, guys- oh for the next semester I got laid oh, the entire really? show. That's a good investment. So it wasn't just the night. No, you'd be walking through the campus and somebody yeah, yeah. came up to me and you're like, legend. you know, you, you bought me drinks that one time. Yeah. <laughs> Dow Altman played line, uh, played offensive line for a few years for the Dallas Cowboys. And every time this man came to the supper club, the guitar player would get on his shoulders because he had the wireless mic on. Really? And Dow Altman, who was like 6'5", 275, would walk around the bar the whole 20 minutes with the guitar player riding piggyback on nice. his shoulders. And that was their trademark move. Yeah, let me take this phone call. Jeff in Mississippi wants in badly. Let's say uh, what's up to Jeff. What do you got, Jeff? Vic's sitting there talking about Lee, you know, in the wall of TVs and stuff. Sometimes you need to keep your mouth shut, Vic. You need to be careful on that. Lee? I didn't say anybody's name, and his name wasn't Lee. You did say Lee. Uh, Well, I'm said wrong. I'm just trying to think this guy's name. My my buddy that was in the crooked business with him, his name is David Dollahite. I can say his name. (laughs) I will totally say his name. Dollahite. Why would he say his name? (laughs) Because he was in it with me, and he won't care. He won't care one bit that I'm throwing him under. Dollahite, we we had so much money. We had so much money. We were blowing so much money around town. Yeah. My, my sister-in-law sold Dollar High to fake Rolex. And because we were yeah. blowing so much money, everyone right. thought the Rolex was real. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thank you, buddy. Uh, we're going to have Phil Collins in here, hopefully in a few minutes. All right. Give me a moment to talk about HelloFresh. I love these guys. I'm simply a customer. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. You know what HelloFresh is, right? With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You skip trips to the grocery store and you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. I decided for this live read to just uh, go through a couple recipes that I got in my last box. This one was amazing. Chicken and bacon filled ravioli with mushrooms. Plus Parmesan cream sauce and tomato. Prep time, 5 minutes. Cook time, 20 minutes. Calories, well we don't have to worry about calories on this one. (laughs) But what I love about them is the fact that everything you need for this recipe comes in the box all pre-measured, including the spices. Then the other one I got in uh, the latest box from HelloFresh, oh my goodness, this was delicious. One pot pork and black bean chili with spicy crema and Monterey Jack cheese. Prep time, 10 minutes. Cook time, 35 minutes. And what I find really important about HelloFresh, 
Everyone's trying to save money. HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than dining at a restaurant and is even cheaper than grocery shopping. All right, listen, if you like my podcast, you got to check it out for yourself. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash OP16. Use the code OP16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Love these guys. How are you, uh, Mad Cuban? I'm good, man. Yeah? You still a TV star? Yeah. I dude, uh, I just came back from SF San Francisco. I did a bunch of TV. Yeah. For the I, Food Network? Yeah. That grocery games thing. I don't watch it. Yeah, me either. Guy, I'm, guy, I, guy that you can't say his name right. Guy, guy Fieri. Fieri. No, you got to say Fieri or Fieri. Fieri. How do you say it these days? I'll, I'll take his side every time, Vic. He pays the bills. I know he does. I'll fucking knock you out I, if I have to. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, come on. It's, it's, I understand. It's, it's tough. Yeah, business. It's yeah. Tony Dorsett. <laughs> Tony Dorsett. You know, <laughs> it's, all of a sudden it's switched. I'm right. not disagreeing with you, Vic. I'm it, just telling you what's going to happen. You know. And why doesn't he do the show anymore, Carl? What's his problem? I don't know. I don't think he has one. All right. Let's make sure he doesn't have a problem. I'll make sure. We're trying to clean up some problems these days. I hear you. Where where is Fox Brothers Barbecue on your hat? Atlanta. Fox Brothers Barbecue. I should know that. Best in Atlanta. Best brisket in Atlanta. I should know that. A lot of bums out there doing barbecue. He ain't one of them. Okay. Well, there you go. I think they're every, from Texas originally. So I, okay, I, I, I've never had a bad barbecue. Oh, dude, bad barbecue is worse than any bad. Oh, food. you can oh. get yeah. Oh, it, it's, it, bad. it's never dry. Had a bad barbecue. Dry. Dry. Vic, I mean, oh. you know barbecue yes. better than anybody. Nothing it's, worse. It's all about the rub. It's, no, it's not about really. Moisture, moisture. It is, yeah, it's about the moisture. It's got to be. I'm with him. And how you do you know, how do you keep the moisture up? Got to know what you're doing. Slow around with the clip. <laughs> the bird is the easiest thing to mess up. Yeah. I heard you. <laughs> it's a little hacky. Okay. It was a little hacky. It was a little hacky. It's all right. I'll still get it. I was hoping no one heard that I'll one. I'll still get it to you. <laughs> and, and tickle the butthole a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit, though. I just slight. Oh, my God, slide. yes. <laughs> Boy, could that go wrong fast. Well, any of the southern, the, the greens can go wrong. The barbecue can go wrong. The chicken can go especially wrong. If you're oh, not, if you're, yeah, yeah. Chicken, yeah. Chicken's a pain in the ass. It'll all out on you every oh day. Oh my god. I best mean, if barbecue. you got the moist chicken, nothing's better. Yeah. The but. best chicken barbecue I ever had is this guy named Sam Jones in North Carolina. Right. Yeah. Best brisket I ever had. Myself. Phil Collins. Holy shit. Uh oh. Right. He's talking about barbecue oh, and we got Phil right. Collins walking in. I don't know if Phil Collins is going to join us on the barbecue conversation. No, please come no. in. Come in. Please come in. He was, no. he was boring the hell out of us yeah. with his barbecue oh, talk. <laughs> Me too and my gambling. How are you, Mr. Collins? Holy How are you, sir? Nice to meet you. My pleasure. I'm. Uh, you look good. I'm Opie. That's Vic Henley, and that's Carl. And uh, Opie, Opie, Opie and Vic Henley. Vic. Rick. Vic. Vic. Yeah, Rick. Vic Rick. Rick. Can I also call you Vic. You can call me anything you want. He's, Bill Collins. Yeah, he's a stand-up comic. Uh, this guy's a star chef. on the Food Network, a chef. And this yeah. is his show. And uh, I do a little radio. Yes, he's the host of this. And I've been a I've been a huge fan of Phil Collins and Genesis forever. Forever. We started. It's a brave, brave thing to admit. <laughs> <laughs> I said that to him. I did say that to him. Yeah. <laughs> why, why is that? Uh, it got me uh, yeah. through some good times. Some. Bad Bad times. I, I said it earlier to start the show. I will always love you because I lost my virginity to Abacab. How about that? 
I bet you've never heard that before. No, I haven't. And it's a 10-minute version on the song. Well, so yeah, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Need that one. Well, I, I, you lost your virginity to a 10-minute song. That <laughs> shows staying power, I, man. I don't think I made it to the end of the song, oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, I don't think I made it to the end of the song. We did a faded out version. Congratulations. The Jimmy Fallon last night it was great in Thank the you, air tonight. Yeah. That I was, didn't see it. But, uh, you didn't see it. it? It came across great, man. How did it feel? It felt great, you know. I mean, he's he's very funny, and uh, you know, it was. You know, when someone says you're fantastic, I mean, you you, got, you really can't not enjoy that, can you? Oh, I agree. <laughs> no, you know, no. That keeps it, me coming it, in it, here. It was great fun, and the band. I had a couple of my guys there, but but the band, fantastic, right? And. and uh, Questlove was on the drums, and, and when yeah. he did the fill, the place went nuts. Yeah. The famous, you know, yeah, yeah. Phil Collins <laughs> fill. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he was, you know, there was a had the edge, you know. He was because he, you know, he said to me that he'd, he'd kind of been a, been a fan for a long time. And drummers, you know, we were kind of we're a fraternity, so. right? Yeah, but did you did you want to play the drums last night? I know you're having a tough time uh, playing um, these days. No, I'm I'm staying clear of that for the moment. I've got to sit in my garage and sit in my garage and, and uh, tinker around a little bit. Tinker around, yeah. How long has it been since you've been performing? Well, since uh, I mean, I did the U.S. Open, right? So that's not long ago. That was just two songs. That's my yeah. role wrote really, but. Um, the this, golf or the tennis? You're talking about the tennis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the tennis. Right, he, I forget, yeah, I forgot he did two songs to right. up the whole yeah, uh, okay. tournament. Sweet. And then the three uh, three shows this year for charity. You know, I did my, I've got a uh, I've got a foundation with my third wife, who I'm back with. I, I heard. Congratulations. <laughs> nice. Lovely. Did she give any of the money back? <laughs> <laughs> No, do you know? <laughs> sorry. Holy shit. Sorry. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Me either. Uh, I'm out of breath. I apologize. I want to go home. <laughs> I was going to do an English TV show, <laughs> and I didn't do the show for some different reason. But I, this guy, uh, he's very, very uh, camp, you know, and, and I knew the first question he was going to ask. Who me. is it? Graham Norton. Oh, yeah, Graham Norton. We love Graham Norton. And, uh, I, I knew he was going to say, well, did you get the money back? Oh. Uh, um, no. I thought that was an original. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you're the only person that's ever... Because that, I didn't do the show with him. Okay. Um, but you're the only person that's mentioned it. But. Okay. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. No, of course not. We get the answer, though. No, I asked because yeah. that was one of the biggest settlements. Uh, oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I beat McCartney. <laughs> that was where I was going. That is exactly what I was about yeah. to ask you. Wow. Can I say the number? I don't want to insult you. I heard I heard it was close to 50. Son of a bitch. It was... Um, 50 mil. Oh, that's 50 million Swiss francs. Ooh. That's which even is, more. Which, Ooh, yes. No, which is... Similar. You know, about 26 million quid. Wow. Oh. So double. All right. I was right. on a new mile. She had a very good lawyer. So... <laughs> <laughs> he did. You know, I mean, you know, he was named the shark. Yeah, the shark. I got to ask you. I got to ask you about in the air tonight. Was that uh, going to be a Genesis song? I've heard over the years that there's been rumors that you had that song, but you didn't want to give it to the band at the time because you were sort of thinking that you wanted to maybe start a solo thing. No, I mean, uh, at that point, a solo album was, was not on the cards. Um, I had spent about a year, just because the other guys in the band were, had been f doing their own first solo albums, I've just been writing and, and I'd come up with 
you know, 14, 15 songs. Well, they, they were doodles that became songs. I recorded them at home on my little studio. Um, and then we had one day, uh, I moved, the band moved into my house, you know, because it was just me there. And we, you know, we started rehearsing. And then we had a, sort of a day when we played each other some stuff that we'd written. A couple of songs that Tony had left over from his album, Mike the Same, Me. I, had, I didn't know there was going to be an outlet for my stuff. <laughs> Because I didn't know I was going to make an album. So the the chances are that I would have played them my best stuff. Sure. Because as far as I was concerned, this is not going to be the only outlet for it. Right. Um, Tony Banks insists that he didn't hear it. Otherwise, he'd have nabbed it for the for the Genesis. <laughs> oh, are you saying that you actually played it for them and they don't really remember? He's think, yeah, I think he's, he's saying yeah, that's what I you're thinking. Yeah. I played my demos. To, to Mike and Tony, right. of which one would have been in the air tonight. Odds, one would have been in the air tonight, okay. and the two that were they chose, which uh, was misunderstanding, which right. was that's a good one. That was a big hit. It's yeah. a great one. That's a great and song. And then uh, please don't ask, which was a very personal song, but they 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 loved the song. So right. so the rest I put back in my my pocket until we'd finished Duke, which right. was the album we were working on. I love uh, Duke, by the way. I love well, I, that I, album. I was supposed to go up to, I did go up, in fact, to London to visit Armit Ertigan to play him Duke, um, just because he was in London and, you know, just keep him up to what we were doing. And he knew that I was going through a divorce and I was not in a particularly good frame of mind. And he asked me what I was doing and I, and I, and I had a cassette in my pocket and I said, oh, I've been writing songs. He said, well, let me hear some. He heard in the air tonight and he said, wow, man, this has got to be a record. This has got to be an album. I'll do anything you want, anything I can. It's got to be an album. And it's at that point that I knew I had a, was going to make a record because I got so much enthusiasm from him and I loved that man so much and, and I respected him um, that at that point, that's when I knew. But, you know, I, I will I will always be arguing about this Tony Tony Banks thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Mike doesn't remember at all, which, which is um, <laughs> oh Mike, come on, get, he's on the get fence. In there, Mike. He's on the fence. <laughs> on it doesn't matter. <laughs> that means he really remembers. <laughs> <laughs> not saying it. it hurts too much. <laughs> he's just not saying <laughs> right. Uh, and, and the first time you sang for Genesis was it off selling England by the pound? First time, no. The first song I sang with Genesis was uh, was for Absent Friends, which was on Nursery Crime. Oh, okay. And then. Then the next album, no, Then the next album was Foxtrot. Right. I didn't sing on that. I mean, right. I sang backing vocals. Right. I, I did all the backing vocals. Um, and then there was Selling England, and that was more for me. Yeah, that's the one I. I always thought that was the first one you did for Genesis. Yeah. I'm an I, I just learned something today. But I'm an Erdiga. That, uh, that's Clive Davis. This is one of the most influential people in music ever. Yeah. Possibly. So yeah. when he tells you that's it right there. Well, that's right. You know. I mean, I got Genesis to sign in 1973. Our record label was up. Our record deal was up here. Um, and I said, we really should sign with Atlantic because Atlantic, you know, such a great label, such a great history of music. And I was, you know, a big R&B fan. And, um, and so Genesis signed uh, to Atlantic and, you know, Armit became a great, great friend. I think, you know, he saw... that. I was just playing drums then, you know, but he, you know, he, we became great pals because I was a jazz fan mm. and he knew I was an R&B fan. So we kind of, we kind of had lots of mutual ground and I right. loved him right. all the way down to the, uh, 
the last. Yeah, the, the Rubiot is a, is a double CD. They did a 40th anniversary yeah. of Atlantic Records, and they had a big concert, I think, at Madison Square Garden or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and they, everybody came and played. Well, the 40th anniversary that, of Atlantic, yeah, that's. That, I, 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 think I played that. You're on that. You I know, didn't know. See, again, I, this I is. I opened the show, which was, you know. Me on a piano. I love when I'm stupid. No, 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 no. It was me on a piano and a half full auditorium because people were arriving, you know. Um, anyway, and Genesis did a. a Wasn't set. that at the garden? Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was at the garden. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love how he just. And actually, Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. Zeppelin played, and, and I think Jason Bonham, who, who later played right. uh, with Zepp, uh, he, he played drums that night. And a lot of people say, and I don't, I, I disagree with this, uh, Mr. Collins, that uh, you ruined the Zeppelin uh, reunion at Live Aid. They didn't sound good, and it had nothing to do with Phil Collins. Oh, in eighty five, eighty five, he was he was playing. I remember with, he with, flew on the plane. He, he yeah. flew from uh, London to <laughs> Philadelphia, right? Look at look at this. <laughs> you look at. I, I, I remember every second of it. <laughs> I, I, uh, I we I just got the book yesterday, but I've been you know researching online and whatnot, and uh, you have a lot of regrets for uh, going from London to Philadelphia for live well, aid. Uh, uh, part of, I mean, p- part of the the book, the effects of the book, has made me realise, you know, come to terms with. No wonder there was some, you know, bad press. Some, you know, people getting annoyed, and the, uh, you know, because I was everywhere, doing everything. I was doing this album. I mean, in one year. I did a Genesis album, I did a, 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 a solo album, I did a Eric Clapton album, mm-hmm. I, I did a, a Philip Bailey album, and I did an Af- a Frida from ABBA album. Oh, I forgot about Frida Lingstad. No, I know, yeah. from ABBA. Frida Lingstad, yeah. <laughs> from ABBA. I forgot and, and, about Philip, uh, the Philip Bailey project, yeah. too. Oh, Philip Bailey was great stuff, man. But so, I did all this stuff, you know, and looking, you know, working on the book and seeing how long the tours were and seeing the one thing after the other, I did come to understand why I became annoying, omnipresent and annoying. Right. And the things with uh, the th- the thing with um with Live Aid was was it also came at a point where Phil Collins, you know, is doing Live Aid, um, and he's not only gonna do it once, he's gonna do it twice, you know. And I, I remember being asked, uh, Sting and I had met at, at the Band Aid record session and and we got on very well so you know he called me and said why don't we do something together so we did something together at Wembley and then uh, b- b- before that I'd someone had asked me about playing with them um, my you know do I want to do anything else and I always love playing drums with people so I said well where's Eric and Robert because I'd just done albums with them right and uh, I was told they were both in America playing in America so I said okay well that's that and then a couple of days later someone come back to me and said uh, you could do it. You could get Concord and do both. I said, "All right, if it's possible, I'll do it." Yeah, no problem. So I remember. How, I mean, as a fan, I remember how cool, cool that was. was. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I but I did say I'm not the only one, am I? And uh, they said, "No, no, no," because Joanne Duran and Power Station were going to do. You know that they shared members and they were going to do one. You know, set in each in each space. Uh, anyway, by the time I got there, everybody had chickened out. So it was just me. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm the flagship. I'm the, I'm the flagship. You understand? Right, how I, I understand now. Right. 
They would have um, been nicer if it was a few other people. Yeah, like, you know, of course I arrive in Philadelphia and show off, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what, what we said, it's all in the book. I mean, uh, uh, you know, it is a good story. But this whole thing with Zeppelin started when Robert and I met in Dallas. I think either I was rehearsing there or he was rehearsing there. And he or I both came, t- you know, together. And he said, could you get me on this show? I said, man, you're Robert Plant. You don't, need, <laughs> you, know, you don't need me to get you on the show. Just call Bill Graham. And yeah. he's old, old Bill Graham doesn't like us, which is another story. Um, but uh, I said, he said, you, me, and Jimmy could do something. Paige. Wow. I said, sure, that sounds like fun. You know, yeah, count me in. I'm, you know, I played with anybody. I play with everybody. I can, you know, I've got big ears. I, I, I saw Zepp's first gig at the Marquee. I can do this. Anyway, in the two weeks between that conversation and the concert, it's become Led Zeppelin. And it's not me, Jimmy, and Robert having a blow. This is John Paul Jones, and they've had a drummer that's been rehearsing with him for a week. So anyway, um, to cut a a long story slightly shorter, um, I wasn't made to be very welcome in the uh, Goat's Head caravan. Um, You know, uh, Jimmy was very unhelpful. Um, and I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. I was going to say that is the most tactful, yeah. English polite way to say he was a dick to me. Yeah. My mother in law is very unhelpful. He was very unhelpful. Actually, actually uh, Tony Thompson, bless his heart, who was the drummer, was fantastic. I was drummer. trying to remember his name. He yeah. he wasn't uh, having it that no, you were no, there no, as well. He, you know, he, he'd been rehearsing, right? And suddenly there was this English dick that comes swans in off concrete, right? You know. Probably had a few champagnes, you know, four grams of Coke or something, and he's going to fuck my show. Four? Don't say I know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know Phil. one bump off the end of a key. I don't know four yeah. grams of no, Coke. No, I, I, I'm Cuban, Phil. You can direct all that to me. I'll sort it all out for you. Believe me, I mean, I was That's a I, I had to be straight as a die on that day. It was a, it was a day of logistics and, and playing and, you know. But, uh... In fact, I think it was some of the guys in the Zep caravan. <laughs> but the, um, I was made to feel very uncomfortable. And I say, the, the, the drummer, I played with two drummers for a long time. And I said, I think we should try to avoid this kind of thing, try to avoid that kind of thing. And, of course, he went on stage and he did exactly what he wanted. And I was kind of found myself playing the air a bit. Ah, um, so he didn't, you went the drummer, drummer hookup and he didn't play along. No, I mean, I, I, so I, 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 I felt like walking off, mm. but I would, I couldn't walk off quietly. Right. right. And we'd now be sitting here talking about why did you walk, walk off? off. Oh Zeppelin. my God. They wouldn't have uh, yeah, let that down. But they, you know, the, the, you can see it. It's like, you know, Jimmy was not, not, not on his best and, and Robert, you've got to be match fit to sing that plus sure. the nerves. Right. And um, anyway, but I got pilloried for it. The reason I'm even talking about this is because the guys pilloried me in the music press uh, for being pretty much the reason right. why they sounded crap, you know. And uh, so I just wanted to put, you know, I mean, you know, in a humorous way, and it is done in humor. It's not done in bad taste. It's, uh, I just wanted to put the record straight with that. Yeah, the, the book. I mean, what I've read online here and there, excerpts. It, it, it's it's going to be a great read. Phil Collins, not dead yet. Uh, the memoir is out now. So, uh, 
Yeah, I was disappointed by Zeppelin at Live Aid. That's for sure. I'm not disappointed that he just wore pilloried twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ecstatic that you just. I don't know what that means. And it wasn't. <laughs> I do. It's a, it's, a, it's a medieval torture device. Uh, the yeah. pillory. And it wasn't your fault. I mean, you were. I guess technically they 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 call it being overexposed, but it wasn't like you were forcing the issue with all these people. Everybody wanted to do something with Phil Collins. Well, right. If Clapton calls you and says, "Come produce my record," how do you say record? no? Right. How do you say no to exactly? This, this, is, this was the thing. You know, these are calls. If you say no, they never call you back. I mean, Eric was a country neighbor friend. You know, we were great, great friends. And we were actually drinking pals before he knew I was a musician. But, um, <laughs> the, okay, how'd that happen? Okay, back that right. up for a second. Yeah. He didn't get out very much. <laughs> but the, <laughs> when you were asked to do it, I just, I just, I just said yes because it, it, was, it was great fun to do. Yeah. Um, but it was overexposure, and I have to say, I can understand it. If you, if you, if every time you turn on the radio, you're going to hear one more night or against all odds or Cecilio, or you can't oh, love anything. Oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> leave it out, you know. Yeah. And um, uh, but I, but I actually since coming out here and talking about this, you know, I have to say that I only wrote Cecilio once. You know, and I recorded it once. Mm. I didn't record it a hundred thousand times, and and I recorded it once. Right, and then people played it on the radio. Yeah, I like the song. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, it's not that. I love the. I love the If you magnify that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my favorite. Is it your now, favorite? I'm, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cuban. I'm Cuban. It's the best. No, but, but he, was, he just said, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> I got yelled at by Phil Collins. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For liking Susudio, I really like Susudio. I don't dislike it. I just, you know, and then if American, I didn't hear it again, it wouldn't bother me. You know? Well, but then American Psycho made that song just amazing. Uh, yeah. Did you? Uh, was it you that uh, is? Did you do is the Clapton with Tina Turner tearing us apart? Was that yeah. is that you? Is that was that was that on yeah, another yeah, that record? That was on a, an album. I, did, I produced two albums for Eric. One was Behind the Sun, and the other one was August of West. August. That's on there. That's a great track. I, I yeah, yeah. always wondered if it was Clapton that reached out to Tina, or did she reach no, out, or uh, is it the producer? Did you reach out? No, I think we we, we thought. Um, I think probably. Um, there might have been a Princess Trust gig where we'd all come together and... and okay, and right. They, you know. But i tell you something that's terrifying. Yeah. Is when you're a producer, and, and obviously, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I, I mean, I remember standing oh, at the bus you. stop when I was 14. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> huge fan. I was standing at the bus, bus stop when I was 14, 15, listening to Cream play at a club wow. by the bus stop. And then 25, 30 years later, I'm producing an album for him. You know, he's become one of my best friends. Right. And so there was, he and Tina Turner did this vocal live, you know, in the studio together at the same time. And uh, I knew when the track was going to be, you know, I knew, I knew when we were reaching the end of the, of the column, what would be the fade. And I thought, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Um... So the tape stopped, and it, you know, they both looked at me in the, in the control room, and I said, that was, that was great. That was uh, very great. 
Very great. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, it's just an awful sort of... It's very great. Um, (laughs) You know, I I just went bright red. Right. Uh, They're saying you got to go already. We were just getting started. But uh, the book, uh, Not Dead Yet, you're you're letting it all out there, talking about your divorce, um, the fact that you, you became an alcoholic at 55 years old. After you were just found yourself at home not doing much of anything, so you started drinking a lot and just watching sports on TV. Yeah, how's that going? Are you uh, better? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he has a wine every now and then. Do you have a wine yeah, every a now and then? Of wine yeah, you know, I mean, I, I had, I didn't touch a drink for three years, and I moved into our new house uh, a year ago. And it was the first Christmas, actually, a year ago. And I said to Tori, I said, you know what, I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to have a glass of champagne to celebrate. And I can have a couple of, you know, I, we haven't got time to discuss it, but, I mean, I don't actually consider myself to, be, to have been an alcoholic. I had too much time on my hands right. because my family were living in Miami and I was living in Switzerland and I'd retired and I just got on a roll. Eventually, I, I started to kill myself. And um, so I, I can have a couple of glasses of wine, two or three glasses of wine, go to bed. You right. Know, no problem. I stop get, drinking. Some days I don't drink at all. Yeah. I, I guess I asked that because it was to a point where they were basically, you know, talking about if your papers were in order. Yeah. You were in ICU in a hospital and it wasn't looking good. They, he's right. got to go. All right. They're freaking out. Phil, I, oh, I mean, man. I'm a huge fan. I could have talked to you for another hour. Yeah, right. I can't, I, I can't wait to uh, actually officially read the book, even though I've gone through a lot of it just online. Phil Collins, not dead yet. Uh, all right. Anything else? You're, you're going on tour a little bit? Yeah, a few I'm more doing dates? Some shows next year in, in Europe. Uh, just three weeks of shows. And right. We'll see. My son's going to be playing with me. He's 15. What does he play? He plays drums. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I Naturally. saw some. Uh, he's, yeah. he's really good. I saw him online. He, cool. He knows what he's doing. Uh, I would hope. Of course. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Well, he sure. wouldn't be doing it if he, if he didn't. Right. You know, I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not sort of. And you're, you're good with the other the kids? Way. Huh? Uh, all the other kids, everyone's good? Yeah, everyone's great. Yeah. All right, good. All right, we'll take a quick break. Let's get Phil Collins out of here. All Thank right, you. I all hate right. to see you. Thank you, guys. Nice to meet you, man. Perfect. No, no, good job. Did you like Phil Collins? Some. No, I mean, did you like him on the show? Yes. See, he was very good on what that. What an asshole. You <laughs> asked that question in any office, then your answer would have made sense. But we actually had the guy in. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, he was fun. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was very nervous. I don't get nervous anymore with uh, yeah, you want, with you, interviews, but but I, I grew up with Genesis. It was one of my one of my bands when I was uh, coming up. You weren't nervous enough to ask him if his wife robbed him or not. <laughs> Fuck, that woke me right. To play. It was like I got amazed. Holy shit! <laughs> well, he, I didn't know where to go. He remarried uh, the I wife. I know, but you gonna see his face? Like you hit him. He didn't even see that coming. She took him for so much fucking oh, money, and now they're uh, now they're back married. So I was just asking if she, you know, gave back some of the money oh she's gorgeous too good for you phil collins and she's and she's rich too yeah uh what were we gonna say eric 
I don't remember now. You don't remember? No. no. I was going to say, yeah, you guys were in... Uh, we're a bit starstruck with him because, you know, he's, he comes in and he, he's walking with a cane and yeah. nobody bothers to help the pull the rolling chair out from the console. Dude, dude let me tell you something. To you, let him sit I'm down. not touching. He looked frail. I, I, right. I'm not catching a lawsuit no, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, man. If he goes down, he's down. He, he sold, I think, over 250 million albums, I believe. He's one of three guys to do this. Not wow. bad. There are three guys that sold over 200 million records in a band and solo. So you put the two together, right? You want to guess the three? I gave you one. It's got to be Michael Jackson. Jackson 5 and the... All right. You got the other one. One to go. It's got to be Beatles or McCartney or something like that. Yeah, Rolling Stones. It was Paul McCartney. McCartney. How many albums has Phil Collins sold? He is one of three recording artists, along with Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, who have sold over... Oh, I was 100 million albums off. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Thank God I didn't pull that question out. Uh, Who have sold over 100 million albums worldwide, both as solo artists and separately as principal members of a band. Okay. Why did I read 200 or 250 million somewhere? Uh, Vic Henley's back in studio. I, I was admitting I was a little nervous. You were doing the. Uh, I was. Uh, I was a bit nervous. You were doing the English pound. You were doing the pound two dollar equivalent. So you double him up to two hundred and fifty, maybe. Oh, know. maybe that's what maybe, it was. Maybe, you were maybe doing it was the, a, the exchange rate. No, it might have been an article from England. <laughs> well, yeah. From England. I Whatever. swear, I thought I saw two hundred and fifty. I was nervous too, though. That was really cool. When he was talking yeah. about Zeppelin, and yeah. then he was finishing a story, I was just staring at him, and I was, I was thinking to myself, "Holy fuck, that's Phil." Collins. I know. I was. It took here. me out of my game. I'm, I'm just looking at him. I'm like, I think I'm supposed to be listening to what he's saying right now. So I maybe have a follow up question, or maybe you know, go on to something else. If you listen back to the interview when, at the end of the Zeppelin thing, there's there's a weirdness there because I wasn't listening because I was thinking, oh my god, that's Phil Collins. I was I was drinking water. I was, the same thing. I was just like, I hope you can't hear me swallowing <laughs> or saying because no, I was mesmerized. Same thing. I was halfway paying attention. Right. He fucking yelled at me, bro, and I wanted. Uh, he told even he he was like, hey, don't enough, get, don't get so excited about See, this. Is a studio. <laughs> <laughs> he almost shushed you. Yeah, yeah. He shushed me. <laughs> if you're if you're around our age, you remember Phil, uh, oh, Phil Collins. No one was bigger than Phil Collins he did for a while. Miami there. Vice. I was trying to throw in the Miami Vice reference because when, uh, when he was saying he was everywhere, right? That during that period, he was on goddamn Miami Vice for a couple of episodes or at least I, one. I, I really think. thought we had him for uh, yeah longer time because I wanted uh, I wanted to ask him about the Paul McCartney thing. He pretty much uh, has uh, a problem with Paul McCartney because uh, Paul McCartney basically said, oh, little Phil wants an autograph or something like that. Yeah, he he saw uh, Paul McCartney at a function and he happened to have a Beatles book. And he he goes, Paul, can you sign this? And Paul was with Heather Mills. Ooh, the main one. And uh, and then Paul was showing off to Heather Mills and went, oh, look, little Phil wants an autograph? I think that's what it was. Was that the exact quote there, Paul A.? There you go. Oh, Heather, our little Phil is a bit of a Beatles fan. And Phil Collins basically said, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no kidding. He should. Yes. Well, you know, now if Paul McCartney, I don't know. He's uh, he's a little right wingy. I don't know if he's friendly or sweet. It's, when he was with her, he was especially mean. Right. We've but, seen him over the years. 
I saw, I saw him in uh, Cleveland in August. He was amazing. Great concert. But I'm saying personally. No, we'd sit, we've seen him over oh, the years. Oh, yeah? Walk in these hallways. And then one time, I didn't personally see him, but uh, some of the guys that used to work for the show way back when we were on 57th Street came running in one day and said, Phil, uh, uh, Phil Jesus, uh, Paul McCartney's walking down 57th Street. Just walking down the street. And he's regular. And then and people fine. ran out to try to you know talk right. to him and get pictures. Yeah. So I did a walking tour in London where you paid. I walked around. You walk around and the guy points out all stuff, but I did a walking music tour, and we stopped outside his office, and the dude is apparently like the most insane Beatles maniac ever. Right. And so... Uh, he, and the guy had just told us, he goes, sometimes he, we stopped in front of where his office is in London. He goes, sometimes he's in there and he'll open up the window and say hello to us. And as soon as the fucker said it, Paul McCartney Come flipped on. the window open. No, no he's done within five minutes, within five minutes. And he knew the guy's name and he's like, Hey there, Reg. And he's like, Hey, Paul. That's <laughs> and then, pretty cool. And the 30 of us were standing there going, Oh my fucking God. And he just sat there and waved. And then we moved on down to where the Jimi Hendrix first played or oh. something. It was a walking <laughs> he didn't fucking wave. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, 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 he didn't wave. No, he didn't wave. <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> I wanted to get more into, you know, all of a sudden he just went away. I wanted to ask him about that. He was overexposed, not by his doing. Everyone wanted him. And then that sure. just, that became a bubble that just burst, unfortunately. And it happens uh, to people that, you know, are just incredibly famous. I like it. when. What year was that? that where he just sort of just faded away from everybody? I don't know. Because then, it, then he popped up in 2007. Uh, well, in the, in the 90s, the, he won an Oscar. No, I, I understand that. Uh, no, for I think for the, was it Lion King or something like that? Oh yeah, uh, maybe yeah. Oh, that right. started the feud with South Park and him because they uh, Phil Collins beat South Park for the Oscar for the original song for, for Blame Canada for Blame Canada. Yeah, and they started mid- doing episodes where they were making fun of Phil Collins. So bigger, right. longer, and uncut. So is that two, was like the mid nineties. Right. That's ninety eight, I think. Later, late nineties, maybe mid to late nineties. Whatever the uh, South Park movie is. That bigger, year. longer, yeah. and uncut is uh, around uh, ninety eight. I'm going to say. Guessing, yeah, uh, I, I would so. say ninety eight too. I, I believe I was in Boston. That's how I know those things. That's how I was. I remember. Uh, you sort of know, remember where you were living, and then yes. you figured it out from there. So I would say ninety seven, ninety eight. Uh, but but starting as a Genesis fan and a Phil Collins fan, and to watch him slowly get softer and softer, and by the end there he was he was doing songs for you know Disney movies and like uh, Eric said Broadway. I was out. I was just I was like I'm done with this guy. I, I, I can't handle this anymore. And then he just he just disappeared for a bunch of years. I like it when they do that though. I do. Yeah. I, a lot of people have. That's like me leaving the phone. Right. You you can't understand that I walk around a lot and like not having my phone. Right. And and I think to have the wherewithal to go, fuck enough of me. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's had way too much of me. I'm just gonna go over here and sit on the yeah. side. I always I, I applaud that. I, I, know, I awesome. think he's 65 and he's the book. Uh, he talks about becoming quote because he says he's not an alcoholic uh, per se, but he started drinking heavily when he turned like 55 years old because he was found himself just at home with nothing to do. That's right. I fight that urge every day. <laughs> but you I didn't, just, but you didn't write in the air today. No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't write shit. <laughs> the stuff that I've written that I'm proud of is still awful. <laughs> so, And then he finally decided it's time to write a book and just uh, let some of this shit out. So he's talking about, you know, where he might not have gotten along.
along with his kids and the divorces, and maybe it wasn't a good idea to you know end one marriage with a fax. Sure, we didn't get to talk about I that. Know, right. I was going to ask him about his favorite drummer joke. All drummer, you know, the drummer is the joke, the butt of every j- band joke. Yeah, there's a million drummer jokes, and I know being a drummer, I bet you he could have rolled off four or five of them off the top. I didn't ask head. him nothing else. That fucking good dude yelled at me, bro, <laughs> for liking his own song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gave you a sideways. It was the wrong one. He gave he you a sideways glance. One. He made that noise. <laughs> We're, I brought up Tina Turner and Clapton. He brought up. Yeah, you brought up the wrong one. Apparently, fucking Studio is the shit. Yeah, but that just shows you don't really know much about the guy. I know Susu Sudi. I shouldn't know anything. Yeah, He's about 3,000 like, years old. You yeah. can't hurry love. Right. <laughs> he covered and, Diana Ross. And then I wanted to talk about uh, Illegal Aliens, that song. Oh, I thought you want to talk about oh, it. Oh, right. I know, you, can't, you can't write that song yeah, yeah. nowadays and huh? put it on the radio. True. I got I got in trouble in the hallway earlier for yelling stuff. Wow. <laughs> what the Remember, no, when we started the show, I, I'm all about uh, Instagram story these days. Like in and around the the radio show, I'm I'm, I'm popping some stuff up, sure. especially before the show and after the show. And uh, yeah, we we dealt with that a little bit. But Larry's Larry was freaking out yes. because you were saying the n word in the hallways. Yes, here I was Sirius loudly, y- loudly yelling it. But then we were trying to explain to Larry that it's it's uh, a song title, and it's also Chris Rock from the. Chris Rock show on HBO. He was spoofing Taxi Cab Confessions, yeah. the HBO thing. And so Rock, and I don't know if it's staged or not, but it is one of the most hilarious things. He's the taxi driver, and he gets the most middle-aged, nerdy Jewish woman that you can imagine as his passenger. And he asks her, he does the oldest hip-hop, he lures her into the argument of it's modern-day poetry, it's modern-day poetry. And that's and she, she agrees. She's like, yes, yeah, it yeah. is, yes, it is. And then the first song that he cues up is, a, can a nigga get a table dance? Can a nigga get a table dance? <laughs> and he starts playing it. And you see the woman sitting in the back. She, and she, she still won't break. She's sitting there bopping her head from uh, side. It's like, I like it. It's really good. It's really amazing. I love when those liberals get raped by reality. It's, it's fucking perfect. Uh, and I still think it should be, that should be a euphemism for anytime anyone can't get something yeah, they want. Absolutely. I, your daughter should be able to go into kindergarten and if she can't get her binky or yeah. one and a half, she should be able to go, can a nigga get a Table dance. <laughs> just for you from that's what he's doing. It's one of my favorite Chris, Chris Rock's ever. You know, I, I that show I, was amazing. I think I've told you over the years that Chris Rock's uh, one of my top five. Oh, gotta be. He's, he's in my top five, hands so, down. So when he comes in here every once in a while, he's another guy. I get nervous in front of him. I, 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 it's it's rare these days. Like Phil Collins, I was I was out sure. of my mind just thinking to myself, that's fucking Phil Collins right there. And same with Chris Rock a little bit. I get a little nervous. Well, see, he, Sandler, uh, me and him and Sandler and Colin Quinn. He Quinn was a year ahead of all of us, and then we then Sandler and uh, and me and Rock showed up, and then and Quinn was nice to us, and we just couldn't believe the cool guy was nice to us, and yeah. Then so I. You you know, I've known thirty year friend. He's a great guy. He's lovely. He's a. I'm proud to call him a friend. When He's did you really meet cool. him? Did you meet him before he broke? Twenty two. We all showed up at the same time at like, Catch a Rising Star. I've showed you the picture. Like it's I, not Chris Rock how we know him today. He, he was just one of the guys coming up at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. him and yeah. Exactly. How we were cool all. Is that? I was twenty three and they were twenty two or twenty one. So he doesn't like give that. you money and shit. Like and so nothing. No so, hookups. So I'd be I, so fucking I, mad. Like, I'm had, fuck? Hey, no, he treats me fine. I'm not complaining. I got no. No, Rock's a good dude. Sandler's a good dude. They're really. I've showed you. The, I've got the picture somewhere on. I put it up on Instagram. I only have yeah. nine pictures on there. But Wait, one of so them. you used to hang with Chris Rock and Adam Sandler, and now you get to hang. I'm with stuck me. with you. Yes. Sadly, <laughs> sadly, sadly, sadly. Yes, I lost. 
<laughs> Apparently, I lost. <laughs> wow. That's not it. It might be Ouch. on Twitter. I don't know. I'll have to find it. The but. other thing, he talks about going to Michael Jackson's uh, ranch with his kid. Chris Rock? Phil Collins. Oh. Yeah, getting back to the Phil Collins and some of the stuff we didn't get to talk about. But he went to the Neverland Ranch with his young, uh, I believe, daughter at the time. That's you imagine creepy. that. That's scary. Would you? Equally uh, frightening. Okay, keep going. He's looking. Wait, uh, what are we looking for? The picture? He's looking for the picture. Yeah, there it is. Oh, right wow. There. Boom, there it is. That's me and Rock and Sandler. Oh, my God, look at you. <laughs> Here, retweet that's, this on our show account. That's me and Rock and Sandler, 87. Wow. Yeah. That's you and... uh you like Scott Bay. I mean, no, uh, Colin. 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 It's me and Colin. And Colin's Chris, almost not recognizable. Yeah, no. That's me and Quinn and Rock. The only one that's recognizable in this photo is uh, Chris Rock. So... Well, he's black. That was. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only black guy in the picture. Well, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Gonna do this. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Not racist. You know, uh, not racist. No, no that's what I said. Not racist. That's not yeah, racist. Sure Colin Quinn was Chris Rock in that picture. <laughs> so it's like the guy on the right's definitely Chris Rock. I like the handwritten sign over my shoulder. It says this area to be kept clear at all times. Management, and it's like some of the letters are capitalized, some of them right. are not. It's just somebody stuck that on a piece of paper and taped it to the wall that's ah, nice uh just print no, i told rock uh yeah i'm trying to think of my favorite rock rock was uh rock is why i owned i didn't know we were always talking music that's how i got to be friends with a lot of these guys is, mm-hmm. uh, i was vjing on vh1 some and then we were talking and they would say you know you're the music guy you don't know this you don't know this and i'm I, he chewed my ass out for not knowing uh james brown live at the apollo chris rock yeah that's we were one of the first conversations when I mean, we were talking about music and he was like you call yourself a music person you don't fucking that's not one of your top five albums of all time and i'm like and he, i just stood there and had to stare at the floor and couldn't say shit went and bought it the next day and went oh my fucking god this is great this is amazing i'm a jackass but i don't think you needed to know it to be on vh1 right well I, you know i knew enough of the regular stupid stuff yeah that hadn't being a vj wasn't really a music thing that was a bonus they were they really wanted you to be a face or you know yeah, be silly sure. and big and over the top and whatever rosie o'donnell was doing you know. uh let's say hi to robin in detroit robin Hi, Opie. Long time no talk. I think I recognize uh, Robin. Yes, how are you? Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm loving the new show, and Vic, you crack me up. Yeah, we love Vic Henry. Um, and the Mad Cuban, yeah, but we can't like- get him that much. He's too busy yeah. doing barbecues or He's something. trying to figure out how to pronounce <laughs> Gaffieri's last name. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. I don't want to do it. Fieri. Fieri. Anyway, what do you got, Robin? Well, I love the interview with Phil Collins, but am I correct, and it wasn't him... And or Sting that came in that was a complete asshole when you guys were getting a picture taken with him? Well, you are correct, but I must okay. <laughs> say that I uh, I will now forget about that because Phil Collins oh, couldn't have been cooler. After the interview, he was great and he, he seemed to enjoy his time, took all the pictures. He was smiling. He goes, I'll come back and see you guys. He must have just had a bad day. So it was a few years yeah, back. He when he said he was going to be on, I thought, oh, I think he's going to be an asshole. But he was great. Oh, I was ready. Oh, I was ready, Robin. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not going to happen twice to me. me. No, he wasn't. No, I he like, wasn't. He was yelled funny. at me. I liked his own That's fucking right. yelling. That's funny radio. It's like I told him I liked someone else's song. It was banter. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and and Sting. And that was another one, man. I was a big uh, fan of the police growing up. Huge fan. Mm. And then we finally went and saw Sting. It was me and Norton, the, the famous story when stupid Sting was playing his stupid loot. When he went through his loop, <laughs> his loop phase, and we're like, "Holy fuck, this stinks!" 
L U T E. First of all, whoever. Oh man, I've done this. We've done this bit too many times. I, I it's worth doing again though. He decided uh, that he never heard. Has Vic ever heard that crap? I did not know. Oh, you got to find the song. No, I'm, uh, it's it's. I don't. I'm anyway, not familiar with the loot. Phase. I guess the guy that he was on tour with is really knows how how to play the loot. Okay, all right. And then it was at uh, where was it? It was at Jazz at Lincoln Center, right? Yeah, when XM still had it. Yeah. And Eric Logan, God, I loved that guy. He he got me and Jimmy in there. It was a really tough ticket because it, it was only a couple hundred people that could see this show, and they were filming it for XM at the time. And uh, one loot song after another, and we're like, oh my god! <laughs> and then they finally reworked it. A couple police songs. They worked a complete a, a couple police songs at the end. I think they did "Message in the Bottle," "Message in a Bottle," whatever. That's a good one. Hold, hold on, pause that for a second. Um, anyway, then we we go backstage, and I'm out of my mind. I'm with my now wife. I'm trying to explain to her because she's a, she's a, she's a few years younger than me, man. Cuban, so I don't think she. I got did the same thing. I don't think she fully understands the sting as and and how important it was in my life with the police and everything. So we wait online. There's only ten people that need pictures, and. And uh, it's our turn. I, I bring my now wife, like, uh, pleasure to meet you. And he barely nodded. And then we took the picture. And then I realized the flash of my camera didn't work. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever going to see Sting again. So I was the idiot that, that the asked that if we could do a redo. And he instantly had a pissed off face. Uh-huh. And I'm like, there's only 10 people here. It's not like I'm holding anybody up. Mm-hmm. He was so. thinking about the 88-minute orgasm he was going to have that day. He was, he <laughs> or he was thinking that what a dumb idea it was to go on tour with his loot. loot. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get the calliope. <laughs> right. <laughs> he didn't have someone trained. Well, yeah. But I don't know. Well, thanks for taking my, thanks for taking my call, Opie, and the show's great. Thank you, Robin. I appreciate it. All okay. Right. All right. I got to play the loot thing for Vic. You, you've never heard this, Vic? I've never heard this. All right. Play the hit. Uh, come again. Yes. Come again. Sweet laughter from now and Thy grace is What an ass. I don't like it already. Oh, it's awful. Wait, listen to the part when it kicks in. Right here. To touch, to kiss, to die. Just how he pronounces die. To see, to hear, to touch, to kiss, to die. Oh, so loot is that boy toucher guitar thing that that guy's playing? Yeah, the instrument. Fade it out. It's oh, a, it's a, fuck that. I think it's an ancient instrument. Yeah, I, I think it's an, it's an ancient school. instrument. I don't it know. It should stay ancient. Uh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Oh, look at that. And, and then it took somebody to go, you know what? Why don't we fucking straighten out the neck of this thing and, and yeah. then call it a guitar? What <laughs> <Right? laughs> the fuck would you have it on a 90-degree angle like that? <laughs> but finally, at the end of the concert, he gave us this. Rescue me before I I'd be so pissed. Yeah, I don't like oh, it. I would be so pissed there yeah. watching that. Yeah. I didn't mind this one. Fuck this, dude. I'd rather go with So Lonely or The Bed's Too Big Without You. Oh. The Bed's nice. Too Big Without You is fucking... How about walking on the moon? Oh, oh God. Oh, murder, 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 murder by Numbers. Murder, oh. murder by Numbers was only on the cassette. Right. It wasn't on the album. It wasn't later. You had to have the cassette. Wasn't on a, it was on Synchronicity. I think it's on Synchronicity. It's. Uh, I don't remember it actually being on a cassette. I, I I remember it was on a. It was I on think the flip I, side of. Something. I think it was on the. It was either a B side on a forty five. I was, or a, it was huge on a cassette. fan of the police, and when we discovered oh, the murder by oh, numbers, shit, what the yeah, fuck? This is even one. on an album. I know, right? Right? I know. I know. 
same thing, same thing. Tea in the Sahara. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. So good. Yeah, I could sit here all day long with. The I really, really loved the police when I was growing up too. It was, it was the police in Genesis. So, and then I moved on, and then of course Zeppelin and uh, Sabbath. Yeah. And then I was at the crossroads. I, I picked uh, Zeppelin over Sabbath. But I, I discovered both those bands at the same time. Liked them, but I definitely went all in with Zeppelin. You went, oh, yeah. And then speaking of songs that weren't on albums, I think we talked about this, Vic. The hey, hey, what can I oh. Hey, hey, what yeah. can I do? I got a woman on a ball all day. And then I remember thinking, why the fuck didn't they put this on an album? Just to tease us. What's why? Fuck? Just because they're being quirky and weird. And I think when I was going through my music stage, I was trying to explain to people, this is how great this band is, man. They got this song, <laughs> hey, what can man. I do? They don't even have it. They don't even put it on an album. They didn't even put it on an album. They have so many great songs, no, I man. Know. I know. <laughs> I remember it was on a, a compilation um, CD when I was at CMF. I, it was something called... Uh, uh, something from the vault. Mess- oh. Message in a box. Uh, the box set for the police was called Message in a oh, Box. Oh no, this I was think. just something. The vault was in the title. Maybe someone that really knows music could help me out. And this was something that I, I don't even think you could buy, but they sent it to a whole bunch of radio stations, and it was all these obscure songs oh, that were never on albums. That's good stuff. And man, this was like gold. Yeah, this was like gold if you were into music. No, I know. And hey, hey, what could I do? Was on that thing. I'm trying to remember what other songs were on that. The uh, Foxworthy uh, used to. We were always when we would do all the morning radio to promote the comedy club appearances. You'd always try to get in the prize closet and right. get something. And that was what you were looking for. Something that was just created that you even you couldn't get out in public. It was yeah. easy to go in there and go, give me this, give me this, give me sure. this, and just not buy it at the record store. But every now and then, like you said, there'd be some sort of 10 VHS fucking tape series, something about the history of rock and roll or something they created something. just as a really cool promo. And you're like, oh, fuck, give me that. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. My friend still has a, uh, he's got a Homer Simpson bong. <laughs> I get it from my radio days. They did. They, they actually sent out like it. 20 or 30 of them. Because they would come up with all this stuff to, so you would play their music. So right. they would always you know, find all sorts of swag. This might be a conversation for Falcone, but I don't know if we want him in here today. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well, what we would do is we would take all the promo. They were called promos, right? Yeah, exactly. Promos. Me and uh, well, me and one of the guys at uh, CMF up there in Rochester would go to all the local, you know, record stores, and and he had a deal with the guys. <laughs> of course. And boy, did we make pocket money. Well, yeah, why and not? I, and I took my taste because I was making ten thousand no, dollars a year. Exactly. Right. Eighty five hundred. And, and just like you and the bookie, because I I did the ride along with the music. It was the music director up there. Uh, I took the ride along with him. He gave me a little taste because he knew how bad I was doing at the station and he had a whole income coming in man oh sure Cause the record companies they would they would give you multiple copies of the stuff yeah all right the radio station needs one or two you, you want one for your collection and then the rest you would put in a box and when you had enough of this stuff you would go to the local uh record oh, yeah. stores and and get cash no i showed you i've told you before cash in hand. and that was an old foxworthy that foxworthy told me years ago he's like dude they just opened up the prize call and left me by myself wow so he pulled out two for him and a friend and then 20 five more copies right. of something that he could go sell later because right. we were making three dollars a week at 
the chuckle hut. I was I was the, the king. Chuckle hut. <laughs> I was the king in Rochester, and I'll tell you why. I was just a weekend jock. I was I was a nobody. But on the weekends, that's when they gave all the fucking prizes away and the concert tickets. Mm-hmm. Most radio stations would save it for the weekend to keep the weekend listening. Oh, totally. Going. Yeah, absolutely. So all my fucking friends were going to all the shows, man. I, know. Uh, I was a spick dishwasher. Really? <laughs> so well, no, no promos down in that basement. But look bro. at you now. Look at me now. <laughs> look at you now. I'm, a I'm sure cook. you got a lot of good food. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, not the same. I don't get yeah, home. Yeah, but you can bus. bring home a 20-gallon say, yes, it is the same. Uh, right. thing of spaghetti sauce. <laughs> you only, who the fuck wants that? <laughs> you didn't have pothead friends who were hungry? No. Seriously? No, because they'll fucking get you in trouble. Pothead friends will get you in they're trouble. They're like meth heads with food. No, Pot- they're Lurking not. Pothead friends never got you in trouble. <laughs> no. What is wrong with right. you? For falling asleep somewhere, maybe, well, but that's about pothead it. Pothead friends, my, my pothead friends Coke, are all degenerates. Coke thought, friends yes. got you in trouble. No, not very, because they're spooked in their, their living room. They ain't coming out. Well, <laughs> they're looking out the window. Wow. Traffic he, chopper. They all go inside. He just might have won the argument. He's flipping yeah, it. No, that's what I I'm saying. He might have just flipped that I'm shit. telling you. Coke guys are all spooked out. You call them up, dude, dude, just hang up the phone, the cops are coming. Like, they're fine. <laughs> Potheads are like, dude, when are you working, man? I love those raviolis. They get you trouble. I'm I, leaning this way now. Uh, Potheads are a you're piece of me, shit. You're making me back pedal on this path. I, I think you might be right. Cokeheads don't uh, eat. They don't do anything. Let's go to Canada. Like zombies. Let's uh, do go to Canada. Uh, Mike in Canada. I don't even know what's in the news today. <laughs> I just know I was nervous about Phil Collins. Now he's out of here so we could fool around a little bit. What happened? Falcon's Falcon Oh, it's Trump? Uh, oh, there he is, right there. Yeah, Get where the are you, Mike? You there? Yeah, I'm in Canada. All right, what's up? Moo! Moo? Moo or boo? I don't know. Moo? Was that a moo or a boo? And why are you hanging up on me there, sir? Do you want to bring Dennis Falcone in for a second? All right, bring him in for one second. Either he didn't like what we were saying or he... See, my friend... Bu- well, I, I could say Buzzy, even though he, he wants to go by the, his real name, Jeff. He goes, can I be caller uh, 103 again? <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Because you would rig it for your dude, friend. He got you all the totally, tickets. Of course you Because I was going with him. Yes, I know. I knew a guy, the same thing. He he gave away a trip to Jamaica. Oh, yeah. He he rigged the Jamaica vacation oh, yeah. for his best buddy in a city in, I, let's, I say, let's the, say, southeastern Ohio. I officially <laughs> didn't have the balls to give away the like the big ones. Like, you, you know. That the, was the the biggest one the he ever did. is going to go yeah. see you two in Ireland. I, yeah. I left that shit alone. But if it was a local show, I'm like, yeah. fuck it. He still brags to me to this day. And I still see the friend that got to take the Jamaican trip. We still laugh. Remember when this dumb dick made right. me call the six? <laughs> so, Sunday morning at like 1130. Nobody's listening. Yeah. Let's send my buddy Bruce to Jamaica. Hey, Eric, was that guy saying boo or moo? He said boo. Right. Oh, doesn't like the show. Fuck, he doesn't like us. Son oh well, bitch. Turn the uh, channel now. If you're any member of your family has won anything in the past thirty days, please give someone else a chance <laughs> to win. Maybe this is why he was booing. Oh my god! Yeah, now I'm with Mike in Canada now. Where are you hanging, Mike? I'm with you now. Let's go get a Molson. A Molson ice. I got this cool ebony and ivory twelve inch. It was white, and it was never available for sale. No, I, got I believe him. Yeah. So I was a music jack for a little bit. Yeah. And that's all you have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. The, you got blood on my shirt on that one. That's okay. It's true. I've never been. I was going to say, he's not even upset about that. No, he should even, be. He's not upset you should at all. be, Dennis. He's not upset one And bit. actually, you got a good personality, and, and people think I, I don't like you. That's not true. That's totally not I true. Don't like, I just don't like you on the, you know, for 
the radio. For the radio. For the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you were probably yeah. the guy that actually counted the phone calls when yeah. you had to come up with 103, right? Yeah, I didn't want to get uh, caught. Dude, see? <laughs> I maybe made it. We have ten Listen lines. to E laughing. You can hear E laughing. Eric knows too. Eric I had to do that too. Yeah. But I would I would get to maybe like seven and I'm like, oh. what the fuck? No one's no one's keeping track of this. So the eighth caller would be the hundredth caller. So and I, exactly other things. I worked all the way down the dial at one oh seven, so I had to it couldn't go anymore. <laughs> we can't be channel eighty eight. Yeah. No, thank God you could sweep two records because you couldn't do that in three minutes. I didn't want to get caught giving oh, things away. Oh my God. No. What are you doing here, Roland? Yeah. Roland's bringing in food and I'm gonna stop talking. What are those? Tots. When you give me tater tots hey, with Parmesan on them. Tater tater no, tots. I love tater tots. Give me some tater tots. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. You're gonna eat your tots? So is that, is that new? I didn't know that. Oh, E-Rock's in there. He's like mad. He's salivating. Where's the food? Dude, I'm weak for tater tots. Where'd you get these from? These are from the Melt Shop, is what melt it says. Shop. Oh, oh my God. God. Melt smell good, that. Man. Melt in Cleveland. Now, I, hate to, I hate to steal the Melt Shop, but the Melt in Cleveland, uh, sticking with our Cleveland theme, is yeah. off the fucking chain delicious if you get Cleveland, a chance. Cleveland, I, I really hope they win the World Series. Because the, Chicago's known as losers, right? They, if they're not losers anymore, they're no good. Well, they, the Cubs are known as losers. Yeah, but, that's but, what you I mean. know, the Bears and the Blackhawks and the Bulls, they're fine. You yeah, know, they the got Bears aren't stuff. really good right now. But, you know, uh, speaking of Chicago, on this date, 32 years ago, hmm. Michael Jordan started his NBA career oh, 32 really? years ago. Wow. Wow. You know, I remember when he went down the minor leagues to play baseball. Birmingham Barons. <laughs> Birmingham Barons, the Chicago White Sox affiliate. That's how Cherry Francona got his management. Um, Francona, the manager of the Indians, Tito was uh, was was Jordan's manager in Double A Birmingham, Alabama. And when he first was being considered to move it on up the ladder and become a big league manager, it was yeah. Jordan that said, "Hey, this dude is awesome. He, knows he is his ace shit. high. He knows his shit. Give him a chance." And I'm not saying Jordan helped him, but he right. that that didn't that grease the wheels a little bit. Yeah. If Michael Jordan's going to bat for you early in and, your career, and the thirty for thirty on uh, Jordan and the bus he bought for yeah. Yeah, he bought the bus for the team. That's right? a great 30 for 30. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. It's really, really cool. I think cool. we talked about that as well on the show. I, I always wondered what happened to the bus because you know they didn't replace that bus. The next they year, still right? have it. They, they still they, have yeah, that it's bus. Probably still you know they're still, they got a mechanic that is trying to keep that <laughs> fucking thing running. <laughs> that was a one and done for that, uh, what was it, Double A? Yeah, Double A Birmingham, yeah. yeah and not Ron, just getting Ron, brand new buses for Ron Shelton uh, that did uh, Bull Durham yeah. directed that 30 for 30. The yeah. famous director, he did uh, Blade. What was the name of that 30 for 30 again? Jordan Ross. The bus. That's right. Jordan rides the bus. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. Uh, what, what was I going to say about prizes? Well, we also were doing a, a remote live broadcast, and a woman came up to us with an Arbitron diary. And, yeah. And, and what did you do? Come in here. Here's a dinner certificate and a T-shirt. And we uh, we borrowed it. And we put it down. <laughs> this is the first time he's admitting. Like, no, we, uh, come on. Oh, shit. Yeah, this is a long time ago, though. What's an Arbitron diary? It's a ratings thing that you turn in and to show how many ratings. people are listening right. to you. It's the all whole world revolved around yeah. having good ratings on your radio show. So you would have family or mm-hmm. or friends or just listeners that were hardcore. They would call you up and go, I got a diary. Yeah. And you had to be careful how you talk to those people, man. What, what's his name got in trouble with that? Who? Uh, the disc jo- What's that? Isn't that Bubba? Yeah, Bubba the Love oh, Sponge. Bubba. Yeah, he yeah. got in trouble for that. For manipulating the... Well, he went a little further. What, what we did, we we kept it legal. We said stuff like, 
You know, you could, uh, whatever show you listen to, you could actually, you know, you could put it in for the entire time they're on the air. You do know that, right? We would, we would give them the rules. Sure. You could do but something. But we wouldn't say, hey, man, from 3 to 7, you put right. it down. Opie write that. Yeah, write that down, right? Hey, don't forget, tomorrow afternoon at 420, Opie and Anthony have the chance for you to win this. Write it down and join us. Hey, you fucker, we didn't have to give away shit to get you people not, listening. You don't have to keep that TSR. Eric. This is where you can those. All right. They would send the books with a dollar included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bribe to you get know, you to actually yeah. do the diary and not throw it out. You know, they paid more to minorities because they said, could you wow. send... Wait, yeah, wait, 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 They what? did. The they did. wakes up. I think Denny's, they, Denny's from a different time. Hey. They paid more for minorities, and they used to say, please send more when you used to go down and review the diaries. Uh, two other things. So, uh, yeah. when you had to take the 107th caller... Yeah. And, <laughs> When when you would go through the phones and literally say, "All right, I'm going to do all hundred. It was the same person a lot all of right. times, and that would yeah. just be a soul crusher. Yeah, I was 15 and 42. <sighs> yeah, they'll tell you. You're, that. Yeah, you're number 22. I, well, I was number four and then 12. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh fuck. Well, I'm like, all right, keep calling. Yeah. Oh, wow. there, there's a guy who always wins. They were called prize pigs. Yeah, prize Don't pig. call him again. And it was one guy who uh, he passed out right in the WPLJ contest. That's a radio station in New York. If you're not familiar with the uh, station, no one cares. Yeah, and he passed out in in the vault, right, getting the money, or it was like uh, the money grab. I, I think I was there. Yeah, for that. it was one of those yeah. where they blow the, the middle, dollars around, yeah, like in a, like in a that. phone no, booth. No, 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 no. no, no. no. We, we, they, when I was over there, they used to do this thing called the million dollar bank run, where the morning show would. Uh, Tease how how to qualify for like months, yeah. and then they would have the big event. It was live on uh, I think on Good Morning America or mm-hmm. ABC, right? Yeah. And the person wore a jumpsuit with no pockets or anything, and they uh, whatever the amount of time that they won, like a minute, two minutes, they could uh, st- from this starting point, they run down the carpet into a bank vault. Okay, grab as much money as you can, run back, put it into the thing, and you keep doing that until the time runs out, and then you got to keep wow. whatever was officially in your bin. Wow. There. Yeah. But one year they did it. And and uh, the guy was not in the best of shape. No. And was wearing the jumpsuit, and he passed out in the yeah. middle of it right yeah. on TV. He just falls over. Just, uh, just, you know, the whole, you see it coming. Is there a video of this? It might be, but I think this was like 98, 9, 99. <laughs> you can look it up there, but yeah. So what? How it was, it was a cha- I think it was a chase yeah. bank that we used to do it at. How do you riff that if he falls over? Uh, well, I guess it's the contest is done. Let's That's go to it. the bin and see what the total is and then go to commercial. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm learning a lot today. I'm enjoying the the tater tots from what is it? Melt the shop. Melt shop. The melt right, shop. Listen, I thought you don't do carbs, or you don't do sugar. Relax. I'm gonna have some tater tots right. with my friends. Okay. okay. You want some grilled cheese? What's that? Kind of no, I'm right. I don't do the carbs. Vic, so my uh, my friend Buzzy wrote yeah. back again. Yes. Okay. So I was the radio guy. He yep. was the TV guy. Yep. and We were roommates. Oh, nice. And, and now he's admitting. He goes, I sent Neil. I'm not gonna say their last names. Good friends of right. mine. I sent Neil and Bruce to Goofy Games with Frank Wright. <laughs> Who's <laughs> the backup quarterback yeah, of the, the of the Bills back yeah. in the day? And then he goes, I, I mean, I drew their lucky postcard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure we could. I'm sure there's a million of these across America. No where one, people were manipulating the wink, wink. I'm going to win something. Oh yeah. Did you ever do the contest where you had to do roll a roller, ride a roller coaster? Like uh, God, no, no. No. They put me in a in a plane, a prop plane. They wanted to try me out as a traffic reporter, sure. and I threw up. Oh, really? Yeah. 
The pro- it was, I mean, I'm small, I'm short, and and the plane, your knees are like up to, you know, it's very small. Right. And when you're in those planes, it just you feel everything. Right. My friend in Lexington, Kentucky, was in the plane doing the news, and they had to emergency land in the middle of the median in the highway. Wow. And, and yeah, and then the, and then the news showed up and was covering it on the television news right. that the radio news plane had to land because of malfunction. That yeah. happened in New York. A, a news reporter was uh, a traffic reporter, and a helicopter the uh, plane went down. Jane Dornacker on W. NBC, NBC. Yeah. Right, in, uh, right into the Hudson River. NBC. It was live too. Hudson or East River survived. Uh, no, no died. Oh, yeah. my dude survived. She, my dude she survived. died uh, yeah. live on yeah. TV. Yeah, oh. I think it was the Potomac. Yeah, there's audio of it actually. We we've played it over the years. Ooh, ouch. Oh shit, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, if you find the actual audio of it, it's, it's pretty well, crazy. The, uh, is it as good as the audio of uh, the grizzly man getting eaten by the grizzly bear? That's my favorite. That's one of the best ones. That guy ever. had it coming. I know. Bless his poor girlfriend. That's the only bad part about yeah, that, right? you know. But yeah, he did have it coming. It's yeah, uh, idiotic. You know why he had it coming, right? Because he wasn't a grizzly man. No. <laughs> nope. he was, well, why did he have it coming? He had it coming uh, because Chicago. he got cocky. He, he understood the grizzly bears. Yes. But then he pushed it and decided to hang around when the brown bears came in, which ah. were way more aggressive. Yes. And uh, and that's pretty much why he ended up dying. Ah, I forgot about he that. He kind of understood the grizzly bears, but not so much the brown bears. That's still one of my favorite And the brown bears were more desperate because the weather was changing uh, where, you know, Maybe a grizzly bear will leave you alone because they see some something else they can eat. But right. the brown bears with nothing else around, now they're going to get a little more aggressive uh, aggressive toward humans. I always thought you that. think that's when the problem started? The problem started that you tried to make a career out of fucking hanging out with bears. Yeah. I, that's why I'm with you. He did fine, though, forever. But then yeah, he was dead. like, i got to pump it up to the next level. Well, so right. I'm going to hang out now. He usually got out of there when, when the weather was changing. And he, I, I, if I remember the documentary correctly, and then one, one season he's like, you know what, I'm going to stay a little longer than I usually do do, and that's when the brown bears moved I think in. you're right. Look it I'm up, pretty, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right on this. But Look that's it still, up. still one of the greatest. It always reminds me, there was a far side where um, like the polar bears, he's uh, he's reached inside the igloo and he's looking at his polar bear friend and he goes, once you get past the crunchy outside, the inside's soft and chewy. <laughs> <laughs> and I always, and the minute I saw Grizzly Man, I'm like, oh yeah, shit. Yeah. It's the far side come to life. Sure. That was the Bugs Bunny cartoon, remember? Play dead, he won't bother you. The, the, he was laying down telling oh, no, you, I don't, I don't he was telling Delmer Fudd and the mm. bear comes down, he starts sniffing him. Right. He said, you know, play dead, he won't bother you. So he was just laying there, and a bear, I guess, smelled him, and he ran away because he stunk. <laughs> Do you ever take your kids to Disney World, see the country bears? Get out. That's that's, yes. that's fun. Country bear jamboree. <laughs> yeah, country bear jamboree at Disney World. Get out. I like that. What's your favorite uh, attraction? Get out! I like the tiki birds. Get out! All right, I was on, and now I'm gone. <laughs> Make your tater tots and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Thank you. You can't keep it within the within what we're talking about. He hits the guardrail every fucking time. I'm every fucking time. It. We're not going like to talk it. about Disney. I like it. You, you know, like it. It's going to go anywhere. You don't know where it's going to go. Get you have out. no idea where it's going to go. Uh... Oh, uh, the audio. But in, in the Grizzly Man, okay. remember when they put the headphones on? Yes. Oh, like, yeah. Before they destroy the audio, uh-huh. supposedly? Yep. And like, yeah, we just want you. We're, we're never going to you know, play this for anybody else. Well, you, you've said you've heard the audio? I've seen the movie, and at the end, no, but I've never heard the, I mean, whatever they show in the movie is I've heard that the audio enough. is never out there. But uh, but in it's the movie. They, no, it's out there. Yeah, I thought that. Have you heard it? I think so, yeah. Here, it's, I mean. Right, Eric? You can but hear that audio. I don't know, then. but then I think I've heard this the is bone fake or something. Or All right, hold yeah, on. Here let you me, go. Let me play it. Turn this on. 
you got to get through the skip the video in three yeah. seconds. If you guys Two, want Dennis one, back, bang, I'll bring him back. No, we're right. good. Okay, no. good. All right. I just didn't want it to be me. <laughs> we made so a group small. decision, right? I'm yeah. like, it's your show, buddy. I hate him. <laughs> so you can just say it was all me. I like him. I fucking hate him. I'll, I'll play the, I'll play the devil's advocate. His head makes me nervous. It's, it's the a wrong tiny size. little head. It's a tiny Del- little head. Chris, Zika, little Ziki head. It's a little well, snake head. Chris little... DeStefano kills him on his little head. Oh, my God. We came up with a new one yesterday. Uh, we think he looks like Mr. Mackey. <laughs> oh, from South Park. Yeah, we got to put glasses <laughs> on him. <laughs> glasses on him, I think it's pretty close. That's what he should do for Halloween. Just as Mr. Mackey. <laughs> you found the what? The, I... You guys moved past, but I found the bank run stuff. I just oh, here it is. To Audio? Uh, I mean, video? It's the news clip of or after the guy collapsed. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, go go okay. to the time queue wow. that I gave you in the email. All right. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll tweet it out. It's uh, Opie Radio on Twitter. Right it's Opie Show on Twitter. And also Vic Henley on Twitter. Vic, at at Vic Henley. At Vic Henley. Vic is starting to tweet more Maybe and more Maybe once days. every three or four days. I know. I, 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 wanted I don't to, blame you. Though. I wanted to jump on there. It was a big weekend because Auburn beat the piss out of Arkansas, and people are always asking me stuff. But then I get, then I went to Lenny Marcus's wedding, and then everything went downhill after that. How was it? It was amazing. That's what I heard. It was absolutely goddamn amazing. It was so good. Uh, the food. They, they had a porterhouse carving station. Holy shit! So that, that's, that's all you need to say. Drop the microphone. That's a lot out. of money. Yeah, that, that is a lot of fucking money. And I just kept randomly walking through. But it was all the same were, temperature, right? It was all medium rare. They no, can't. they did. He was doing. They had two. They they had a, they had one a little more well done, and then ninety percent wow. of them were the medium yeah, yeah. rare. And it was, and I just kept. Walk- was it a real porterhouse it, or yes, was it, it like no. fucking bullshit it prime was rib? A fucking porterhouse. You should have sent me a picture. I would have gave you the thumbs up. It or was down. I told when I seen <laughs> you. <laughs> You're taking this very seriously. <laughs> oh, I hate that shit well, when they start lying. Well, Bobby Kelly went to the tasting. Was the funny part? Of That's, course he did. Well, he did. He but who? Sorry, Bobby. But he's he's there. <laughs> Sorry, we were Bobby. laughing. We were laughing at the wedding because he he Lenny's there with his bride and her whole family, and then. And they show, they don't know Bobby's coming, and Bobby's in sweatpants, and they're at this country club right. in New Jersey. Trying shit out. And they're like, and Bobby's, ooh, no, we have to, ooh, this yeah. and this and that and the other. And so every time I got a bite of something delicious, I kept running over to Bobby at the wedding. I'm like, great joy! <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Because like to, for it to be a porterhouse, you would need a fucking bandsaw to cut it. Just well, he had, he had a, yeah, exactly. They had a tur- I'm under full investigation. And, I need all the information. And nobody's touching the turkey next to it, which looked delicious. Right. It looked like an amazingly, perfectly See, Cooked turkey. That was a bad choice. If you but, got the porterhouse, you you blow off the turkey. Yeah, but, why do you need that? They, they he just went, oversold him. He right. went big with everything. He went. So was, did he marry rich? He had to marry rich. I, I don't, don't think know. Lenny's got that type of money she's for a, a porterhouse cutting station. She's an accountant. Carving station. But I don't know, man. Her parents might have money, I, but it was goddamn delicious. And Bobby should do that as a uh, full time. Oh, you could hire him. He should be a, yes. an official taster for consultant. your function. Yes, wedding consultant. I can think of Bobby nobody likes better. It, your people are going to love it. I know. And I kept running around telling everybody, I'm like, he was at the tasting and after right. like the 800th time he's like shut the fuck up why, <laughs> wow. why are you telling people this i'm like because it's cool because right. i've never known one person that, by the way i'm just bringing my friend to the tasting nobody allows that the bride will usually kibosh that or her family right. and uh, the fact that it, you know they feel like no if we really want an expert on this bring him in here bring him and, in. man it was so good all right we got the bank run uh oh yeah bank, no, running, bank run of uh wplj we were just talking about this a few minutes back uh we'll tweet out the video it was 1999 for this one yeah okay 
contest sponsored by oh. WPLJ, WPLJ Spit it out, Roz. scary this morning when the contestant collapsed. <laughs> had five minutes to grab as much money as possible out of the bank vault in Lindbrook. Why is that funny? <laughs> oh, my God, I want a T-shirt of that guy. Why is that funny? He's on a stretcher. Why is that funny? I think it's funny because it, 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 it falls into, like, gluttony, I guess. Cause look, look, is that money all around? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. It's a best picture. And it's all money he doesn't qualify for because it's not at the bin. So he can't keep so it, So when he's dropped everything, it's on that. That's it. Oh, yeah. my God. That's a good T-shirt. I didn't mean to laugh that hard, but fuck. Fucking greed will get you. Look at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Seven deadlies, baby. <laughs> this is a seven-minute piece. We're not, we're not no, watching no, this for it, seven minutes. This, this video was all a montage of the news stories, okay. but this particular one. Is. All right, because we're, uh, we're trying to make a faster-paced show here in the afternoon. Right. All right, push play on this. Victor Navargic had five minutes to grab as much money as possible out of a bank vault. He's in passed the fuck out. Yep. Four minutes into the run, he fainted from a he combination of Duncan exhaustion or and excitement. Navargic is excitement. fine tonight. WPLJ has agreed to give him one hundred thousand dollars. Look at this the fat monster. They say Who's that? Grabbed anyway. Oh, they're oh saying, they gave they, him the money. They, said, oh, they gave him a hundred grand. Is what she Radio just said. Radio stations aren't that nice. I think that was that so was he like sue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that Gotta they be. gave him a flat figure. It's right. it's, it's appealing. A hundred thousand, you know, round number. Right. You sign this piece of paper, and then Eric. you can't sue. Uh, I agree. You can't sue ABC because I bet you somewhere in the fine print, that, you know, this guy could have went to a lawyer, and the lawyer's like, "All right, oh, here, we got right him. the fuck here, bro. We got him. <laughs> they did bro. not preserve so your safety." So PLJ is like, "Look, let's calm down, everybody. We're gonna get." Give you the hundred thousand dollars. Sure. Okay. All right. Yeah. That, I can go back to because radio stations are not nice. Eric knows. No, they're never nice. No, they're, they're still not. If they could screw you, the listener, the prize right. pigs, no problem. They'll Some, do it every time. Someone slapped me in the face outside ten minutes ago here today. That's how mean they are still. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I kind of believe it. No. You're yelling the N word. <laughs> I believe it because you were yelling the N word in the hallway I was, earlier. Larry hit me for singing. Okay. Kind of I kind of believe it. I was in the elevator with the, the guy that runs the whole thing, the boss guy. Here? Yeah. All Which right. one? The one that looks like Rusty Staub? He had a three piece suit on? No, not fat. I didn't say fat, you fuck. He's the boss. No, I'm sorry. I, had, I just wanted. I just saw. Did it. I say fat? You didn't no, say fat. Carl Thank said, you. Dennis Falcone said fat. I saw cousin Brucey and uh, and and kid Kelly outside, and I really wanted to stop for a second and just grab both their hair pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> fuck! It's your goodbye party. But well, I'm fine. I don't care. I don't work here anyway, dude. So, I'm, I'm, I know. Fal- Racial shit in the hallway. Fal- Falcone said he worked with cousin Brucey all the time back in the day. And right. Fal- Falcone used to go, you know, I got a friend that's a rug cleaner. If you want to ever get that wow. taken <laughs> care of, and he said cousin Brucey would hit him in the balls every time he said right. it to him. Look, it's a different game in afternoons. We were trying to get Bon Jovi in here two days ago, right? I got $200. You grab Cousin Brucey's fucking hairpiece. <laughs> you do one loop. One loop. You know the loop. On this floor. One fucking loop. A you get $200. You have to fucking run it, run with it in the air. And I'm, not, I'm, I'm not doing, doing anybody. Who the fuck's Cousin Brucey? Well... He's a legend. He's a DJ legend. A legend where? He was on Costco? No, 50 years on the radio here in New York City. He's a a DJ legend. And before you roll your eyes. No, he's he's an old school Kenny's going to get him to come in and say hi. He comes in and says hi every once in a while. So he will sit right there. So, right. so this isn't some dumb thing. Brucey's very nice. If I grab it, though, if, how much trouble am I going to get into? You probably won't be able to do radio with me anymore, but you'll have $200. <laughs> That's about the same. 
We had we had <laughs> we had a similar bet about five years ago. They wrote a book about the comic strip in New York, and and about five years ago, me and another guy, Kevin Flynn, we had nine hundred dollars in the kitty. Yeah, if you would go over there and take the book from them, and then after they signed it for you, and then hit the dude in the face with the book, we had it up to nine hundred dollars. Anyone would do it, and no one would take it. No yeah. one. Would. We were laying it on the table, mocking them, and they were like, "We'll never get to work here again." We're like, That's "Who cares? Who cares?" Yeah, you got to do fight. it. You will be a legend in comedy. All the clubs in New York City will hire you. You just got rid of one of them. There's still a left. That's a story left. they'll tell long yeah. after you're gone. You know, I, we, me and Flynn were calling them all. They're like, you don't have a hair on your right. ass not to take $900 right. and hit this bitch in the face with this book. Fuck having your friends talk about that HBO special no. you did back in the day. You That's a when, story right, exactly. that people will be telling forever. Uh, here's the WNBC traffic helicopter crash that we mentioned. Too. Oh, I want to see this. It's just, uh, I think it's just audio. I think Do it was you hear on the radio. A guy? Oh, dude, it's not good. Yeah, because it was the. I think it was the radio. I believe it's the oh, radio. Fuck, this is not good. Mayo. Run yeah. that shit. What year was this? I was eighty three, four somewhere. In yeah, there. I was a. Uh, I was uh, young. Eighty six. Eighty six. Oh, I was. Uh, I three years off. Not bad. In eighty six, I was uh, losing my virginity to Abigail. <laughs> 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 That's about right. So while she's uh, plummeting into a river. I'm getting it in. You were you were plummeting. All right, let me <laughs> let's play, let's play <laughs> this. Now uh, heading through New Jersey, the outbound Lincoln Tunnel looks a lot better for you in New Jersey. Get the water! Get the water! Get the water! Yep. Ooh. Yeah, that's not good. Ouch. Fuck, man. Why okay, we're going to play, play some uh, some music here, I think. Oh, that's really? What's going on with helicopters? That's Falcon right, right there. Something <laughs> happening. It's uh, quarter of five, 16 till five on WNBC. I'm the oh, Joey okay. Reynolds Show. We're taking an helicopter report from Jane Darnacker. Oh, play some music. Check in, see how they're doing there. Yeah. And we'll come right that was, back a, that, let, that, let, that was a letdown. No, I thought I was going to uh, hear groaning or something like that. No, nothing. no. You, you uh, hit the water, hit the water. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, we're going to play some music. Uh, here's Neil Young down by the river. Uh, <laughs> How's the water, Ma? Right. Uh, we're going uh, to play some music. Uh, I thought I was going to hear her how about like you dying. Just, how about you go, holy fuck, yeah. did she just die? Exactly. I think no one yeah. would fault you if you just got a, a moment, moment of silence right. while we just figure out right. what the fuck happened right. here. Certainly. Here's uh, I don't know, uh, talking heads uh, to, to take you to the river. I guess uh, I don't know. I think she'd want it this way. Uh, what the fuck? That's funny. Shit. Oh my god. I'm still I'm still on the Neil. You said Neil Young first. Now I've got that in my head forever. Is that a great song? I love Neil. Sing it, sweet Down Neil. Can't go wrong. I shot my baby. I never realized how much Opie hates radio. <laughs> like on the way to Always. radio works. I don't think I was supposed to do this this fucking long. Dude. I got stuck. I got stuck. I, I got a good life. Because then they yell at me. I know I have a good life. Well, you've got, you but know, it's a yeah. dumb business. It's really stupid. It looks really weird. It's really dumb. It's, it's odd. You know, Vic has it's, done probably as much radio as I have some over of my the years. Dear, some of my dearest friends are lifelong people like him that have done this, and it, I don't know. I think it's worse than comedy. Oh yeah, because you get to you get to put the corporate shittiness into it. Right. Comedy is just plain old regular shittiness. Right. Now you take plain old regular showbiz shittiness, throw in a little corporate structure with that. Now you have the ultimate turd right. <laughs> <laughs> of all time. <laughs> So, and depending yeah. on how it ends, they try to make sure that you can't work at other places. Oh yeah, they're, they're, so yeah. You, you don't even get that in yeah. comedy. You're, you're not okay. allowed to be miserable somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 
I'll open it's... a restaurant for you guys if you want. <laughs> Let's open a restaurant. Opie restaurants. and Vicks? Really? Yeah. Opie and Vicks. I've, already got, a meat, I've already got a meat truck going. I'm, I've got to focus on that. Now, those don't make money. I'll make you money. No, no, no. no uh, the comic. Kevin Brennan thinks I have a meat truck. I'm just perpetuating oh, that oh. myth. You know? I don't know where I'm at with Kevin Brennan. He wasn't at the wedding. No, he was. Jimmy was there. I saw Jimmy. I talked yeah. to Jimmy. Jimmy, my my girl went over to to Norton, and because her ex husband's a big Norton fan, and and she's like, you know, I'm, she's like, will he get? Well, I'm like, no, go over there. Norton's lovely. Say anything you want. So she goes there, and she goes, you know, my ex husband. I hate to tell you this. I'm with Vic, and he's like, oh, I love him. Oh, and she goes, he thinks you're the best in the world. And Norton goes, he must be a giant piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he must be the biggest dick on the planet. <laughs> you know? She goes, she goes. He, she came back to me and said he said that. I'm like, oh, that's totally. That's Perfect. That's, right. I go tell your ex he said that. There you go. Tell him. Tell him. He'll like that. <laughs> you know, so uh, it was, the wedding was great though. But Brennan was. Everybody was there. Brennan wasn't there. Well, and, uh, Brennan wasn't invited. I don't know. Maybe he was. Where are we know. at with Kevin Brennan in this radio show? Is Where are we at? I don't know. He was tweeting that he doesn't like you anymore. Sure. Again? No. Since the last time, I mean. Does he know how to fight? No, no. He just told you. Told him that he yelled. No, or I just said that he was a little yelly. You know. Well. I love him. He's I'll just, get him on the phone. Yeah, call him. He'll answer. Yeah, all right. I would hope so. He really think. I thought for a minute. I can't figure out if he thinks I have a meat truck or not. But That's I was funny. I was joking on here. So then I just started rolling with it. But what's a fucking meat truck? Like it's, you just sell meat? Like a barbecue. Like I have oh, a okay. lot. Like I've got, got a portable barbecue. I've got a food truck, but mine's all barbecue. Right. And I went into great detail talking about yard bird and beer can and all this stuff. We could, we could do like a comic rehab thing. Like I help you guys start a little business and stuff, and make so, some money. Might be the right. food truck business is uh, garbage, overexposed now, right? Oh. Oh, it's over. See? Really? Yeah. Don't do it. Once it Don't turns do in, it. Once it turns into a game show on the Food Network, you've already They're lined it. up outside this the building every day. Yeah, but they're not making money. It's a, it's a it's nightmare. There's like five or six outside this building every day. Yeah. you got to be a brick and mortar to make money. Really? The, the food man knows. The, it, those little food trucks... Those people are the same as those assholes that's like, I want to retire and open a bed and breakfast, and they fucking burn through the whole family's money yep. and die. Are you having a tough time getting uh, employees? I'm the worst. This is the worst You're year I've ever had. restaurant business. They're having a tough time, man. Everybody is a tornado of shit. I'm really? good at garbage. I can do garbage. You can start Dude, me out you low You can't find people to work, bro. I mean, the government, you're like at 480 now with welfare and everything. You're at 480 a month. I'm giving you 550. No one's coming to work. Pay me off the books, and I'll just do trash. <laughs> it's, it's cheaper to be poor now. I'll be like Eddie Murphy and coming to America. I have recently been put in charge of garbage. Oh, man. I'd love to find <laughs> that real one, like, dude, coming out. I'll do it. I would work. Oh, my God. We haven't really uh, talked real yet today, but then Obamacare went up, what, 22%? Dude. It's going up 22 fucking percent. It's crushing us. Holy shit. And, by the way, i got to say it. I think Trump might win this election. He's going to win. Are you switching back? I, 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 I don't know. It, it's starting to feel fucked up out there again. Nah. He's going to win. I don't know. He's going to win. You think so? Hillary Clinton's going to pass out on national TV. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, she should never. She should just stay home. That's how I'm going. I don't. Know, I don't have any scientific. Home. I don't have any scientific shit. Sure. What I'm thinking is, she passed out September 11th, right? Yeah, in New York. Yeah, yeah. All it has to do is happen one more time. Well, I mean, yeah, we've all said that. Yeah, that's all I think. That's I don't know about to, polls. The polls. That's why they had to dig up that tape of Trump. They wow. had that. They had that tape for a while. They had to have, and it. Bro, that thing had mold. It was sitting on it so long. They had that. Since they were day like, one. "When do we release this thing?" I was watching John Oliver a couple of weeks back, and he nails it every week. By the way, great. he just He's fucking great. nails it every goddamn week. It's a completely amazing. How, how was the one on opioids? And so uh, oh, it's really I, good. I no, interrupted you. No, no, no. It was, I, it was that was on this past Sunday, and it's amazing. Yeah, because everyone's talking about yes. that one. But continue. But, I'm, I, I'm sorry. He, no, no. He did a whole. Uh, if you really want these other third party and fourth party candidates, so. 
he he started digging deep on Gary Johnson and Jill Stein, and he really showed you how even though it's attractive and it's kind of cool for a second, there's a reason they are the third and fourth choices. Once you get past the soundbite, they're probably not qualified. You really wouldn't vote for them on their policies right. a lot because they kind of, if you really listen to the third and fourth parties, don't know what the fuck they're talking about did sometimes. You, did you hear Newt Gingrich fucking lightsaber Megyn Kelly yes. yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. You, well, know, well, they, you know, says the dude, and then everybody fires back on him. He's like, you gave your dude, life to I'm papers. sorry. He won. Yeah, he but, won that, that, every, that exchange with but, her. He beat her. But then they dig up the fact that he gave his wife divorce papers while she was laying in the hospital bed with cancer. So that's that's where, the best time to do it, though. So, you're going to get it done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's wrong with the, for being efficient? So, no, I, my favorite. If you're going to make it hurt, you might as well make it hurt. Obviously, you're divorcing her. Fucking make you stick it deep then. That's when you do it. My favorite new thing is I think, and I hope I'm right, but I think Ben Jones played Cooter on the Dukes of Hazard. Okay? And he, he was a congressman yeah. from yes. Georgia. Yes, he and was. I, and I believe Newt is who beat him to become Newt. Oh, no kidding. I think Newt beat Cooter. <laughs> Newt's been beating Cooter in D.C. for years. Bro. He's a machine, how, that guy. How great is that? Newt versus Cooter. That's been my whole... At the War Memorial <laughs> this weekend. Sunday, the best, Sunday. The best mechanic in Hazard right. County. <laughs> Newt versus Cooter. But I, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's correct. And I, I, I haven't I'm, thought of Cooter in a long time. I, but I think he that's was, who... He was, a, he was a mechanical ace. He was fabulous. Mm-hmm. But I think... And, and a congressman. I mean, I think... Of Cooter, we but had I Cooter, didn't think of Ben Jones, Cooter. Well, we had Cooter, and then you had Gopher from the Love Boat. Fred Grandy, Fred Grandy was, was, was a, a congressman, congressman from Iowa, I think, and then Ben Jones was a congressman from Georgia. So you had Gopher and Cooter. Yeah, I hope at the same time in Congress that would be too goddamn. And maybe good. a little Sonny Bono uh, throw him in there. <laughs> Even better, throw him in there. He was <laughs> he was down better. there in Washington, and then he dies, and then they just give it to his wife. So yeah, How, they've done that up. before though. That's always that's happened that's before. Really weird. Frequently, the widow steps in when somebody yeah. gets killed. We uh, we got to take a break. I'll start. Uh, I'm pushing for a hundred thousand subscribers on my YouTube channel. We're really putting up a lot of videos. The Ben Kreischer stuff was just Bert, he's funny, dude. Did I Bert ben? Yeah, you I said got ben. ben Jones on my mind. Bert Kreischer, of course. Uh, there's some funny, funny, funny videos up there. Him shirtless playing Bon Jovi, and then we we twist that video, and there's a nice little little uh, comedy spin on that video. And then we got him crying as he's watching uh, uh, Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, Did you see this video no, yet? No, no. Oh, can we just play it real fast for Vic? <laughs> I like he's out of his mind. Bert is it's, out of his mind in the best way possible. Yeah, I mean that. I love it. it still works on the radio, but you got to see the video. He he warned me. He's like, "Don't do it." I'm gonna get sad. Don't fucking do it. Right. Well, hit play and put it on the big screen, please. <laughs> wow, you're already <laughs> crying. Wow. Oh shit! Look at him. He's holding it. <laughs> He's like already losing it. Daddy? Oh, yeah. Daddy, yeah. I knew it, dear. I knew it. Oh, yeah. This is rough. This, this is rough. a tough, oh, this a tough thing to watch. I won't lie. Sure. Wow. Sherrod. That's amazing. But Sherrod doesn't want to deal with real emotions. You hear him? Yeah, man. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah, <laughs> that's not fake. No, good... and and he told me after the show that he was he was trying to hold it in. Oh, this that's is this is trying, trying to hold, to hold yes. it in. I'm house, you guys. Tell mommy's here. Tell me to come. Let's go. Wait up. 
How old was the kids when he died? Tell me the story. Oh, shut up. Of how he <laughs> then he tells me to shut up. I'm, I'm trying to like do something with this. And he was crying. Oh, my God. He was crying so hard. I, I said this yesterday on the show because Bert came uh, back in. I go, I want to make fun of him and start laughing my ass off. But I was I was kind of scared that he would take it the wrong way. I don't know. Because he was having a real fucking moment. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. I'm trying to think. Well, I, I don't. I don't know if I have that in me. He's incredible. I'm sure there's something cheesy. There's certain songs if you start playing them, I'll start crying in a second. Is I it? mean, that's that's Wait, a which, hard movie to watch. Song? I don't know why. No, it's. I mean, at a certain moment, any song can. Right. I'll be choking and whimpering for some bizarre reason because yeah. it'll take me to a certain spot where I remember. There's, there's a couple songs from my wedding that. Uh, yeah. When I hear them, I get a little choked up because right. it brings me right back to you know. My wedding and how sure. I get that with Julio Iglesias. Oh, the top happy I was. <laughs> Julio Iglesias gets really? me. Really? Yeah. Not was as in I'm not happy anymore, no, but no, was you. at the time when I got married eight years ago. Eight years ago already. Fuck. When's your anniversary? Uh, November. Oh, coming up. Yeah. What's the day? It's okay. 22nd. Oh, that's Nikki's birthday. That's my girl's birthday. And, well, we look, I, will, I will remember to send you a happy anniversary. Because well, we look, at, I'll be we doing look more at the JFK thing. So, Oh, okay. All right. November 22nd. Is that the, really? I think, it, yeah, that's I the 23rd. Day. I don't know. Maybe. 22nd. I don't know. Right? Yeah. 22nd. Jeez, I, was, I should know this. November 22nd. I was one. So, so I don't really remember. <laughs> Damn, Nick. <laughs> so I'm old, but I don't know. All right, what, we got to take a break. It Matt is 22nd. You're right. 63. Uh, Matt Cuban, what do you got? Uh, Sundays, 8 o'clock, Food Network. I'm a judge. Right. I'm going to I'm gonna start competing. On guys, guys grocery game. I'm going to start competing. I'm going to start fucking lighting people up now. Do it. You'll see. Become like the Simon Cowell of Guy's Grocery Game. No, no, no. I'm cooking again Dude. against the other judges. I, oh, oh, nice. Carl is going to be a TV star. Yeah. I'm telling you. I Fucking hope so. He's ginormous. on his way already. Somebody's got to get famous and I'm help us. I'm telling you. Fucking huge. Like Michael Jackson. Big. <laughs> Carl is going to be good. Carl is going to pop. I'm I can't wait. You. I want to be his garbage man. I will come live in the plateau. Uh, the plateau. The chateau. Bro, <laughs> I, got, I got a Spanish family. You know how much line you're going to have to stand in That's to fine. be a garbage man? That's I got fine. 60 people I got ready. I got it. Fucking Brewer loved you. Oh, I love him. Brewer's talking about you after that show we all did together. His like, wife came to the restaurant. Fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. Brewer wrote me back. Oh, I, you guys weren't here yesterday. He has the chicken pox. Yeah, I read that. Can we that. get Brewer Someone on the phone maybe that. after the break? Vic, what do you got? I got uh, Hard Rock, Sioux City, Iowa, and Funny Bone Omaha the 9th through 12th of November. Oh, so. I know good restaurants. You say, I'll send you I'll send I'm you. only there one night. I'm there Wednesday night in Sioux City at the Hard Rock and then the Thursday through Sunday at the Funny Bone Omaha. So. Remember Buzzy? Yeah, yeah. He, I, he's really. Uh, he's, he's excited. He's texting me he's, again. He's reminding you of all the shit you gave him. Now. Well, we played the NBC <laughs> audio of she. Just, that that yeah, was her that dying. Was her dying. So then he just texts me. He goes, "What's next, Bud Dwyer?" I don't know that one either. Yes, that? you Somebody. do. What's that? that? Yeah, I'm going. No, I don't the know. Guy that's that, a tease. Oh, 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 the politician. Yeah, I hate that one. Yeah, that's a great one. I hate that one. How about because my buddy Buzzy was in TV, is still in TV, uh, all these years later. We saw this, oh, this no. way before the oh. way before anyone did. Oh, really? This is phenomenal. Way before this was a bootleg uh, that, you tape found that only did. went around to TV station. Gotcha. And Buzzy worked at a, you know a TV station up there in Rochester, so he got this years before anyone oh, saw it. Oh. I can't watch this. No, right? no, I can't. no, no, I, no. Yeah, exactly. Please turn it off. No, yeah, no. That's no, I've, I've seen that one. Yeah, Fuck, that was amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, you've seen that before. Right? I've seen it long ago though. I yeah, 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 that's brutal. All right, anyway, we're going to take a break. We're going to eat some tater tots. We're going to continue with the Mad Cuban and Vic Henley. Opie Radio is back. Good, good job, E-Rock. I love this one. I loved when they went reggae. Loved it. Well, Regatta de Blanc is white yes, reggae. Yes, exactly. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. I wanted to play uh, Genesis Illegal Aliens. I don't know. My roommate came home uh, in college with this. You know, it was, you know, they, in the record store, they used to put up the album that they were playing in the store. They right. had a little pedestal thing near the front, right? And um, and it was the only one left. And he and the dude like didn't want to sell it to him because there was only one copy left in the store. And he conned the dude, and the dude's like, "It's already open, right?" And he's like, well, "Then give it to me for two dollars." <laughs> <laughs> and he actually walked in the apartment with this record and going, "This is the greatest fucking thing in the world." And it I'm like, "Yes, it, it is." It's all the way through. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember all the songs off this now. It's been a, it's been a bit, but. I was thinking about, uh, we had Phil Collins in earlier. Listen to the replay if you didn't hear the interview. It was, it was fun. It was fun to have him in here. I wanted to talk about Illegal Alien for like a second with, with, uh, Phil Collins. Genesis put this song out in 1983. I, I don't think you could do it now as a popular band. Right, not get yelled at. Yeah, look, look at the uh, wig and. Well, I mean, and he's trying to dress like an illegal. That's what alien. I'm saying. It's a yeah. It's a. <laughs> sorry. Well, Ooh, you know, give, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. tater tot. Oh. Give or take. I you know, you're choking. I don't want to know. fucking give you mouth to mouth or anything. You're not gonna ever do that. All right. <laughs> yeah, you'd rather die. Right? <laughs> that's never gonna right, happen. Right. Right. What if you're dying? Though, oh, let I me do? die. Let okay, me die. Good. Yeah. All let right. me die. At least we have an understanding. I want to go out. So you're DNR. We don't. Yeah. Do not resuscitate. Absolutely. No. I would like. I would like. I don't even need that. Just let me die. Let me die. If it's my time. Did I ever tell you? This is weird and a tangent, but. I know the Heimlich dude's son. I think you might have. Yeah, told I've said me. that before. The dude, the, 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 Re- refresh my memory. The, uh, Phil Heimlich is his son, and he's from Cincinnati. And his dad is the guy that invented the Heimlich. Did it make him rich or no? It's, I don't think he got any money for it. Fuck no, man. <laughs> so, but down through the years, I've run into Phil, and uh, it's always funny when I see him. You know? How did the old man die? I don't know. I don't know that at all. I don't know how Doctor Heimlich originally died. Well, let's find out how he but, died. I, I guarantee <laughs> it wasn't a piece of steak. No, it can't be. It can't <laughs> be. I, I no. But I'm still now back to this. The video. Yeah. With the, the sombreros and the sarapes. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's... You it's like a regular Tuesday to me in that. <laughs> if you took this exact song, did it, right, and threw it on the internet, people would, would just go after you. It depends you. on who it would be. Like I said, they would you go could... go after you. you could Couldn't get, be white and do it. You know, you could get away with it, maybe. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh, not this in this in... Carnation would right, work right. again, but so you were talking about the Megan Kelly. We should play the uh, the Dude, clip. Everyone's she talking got about lightsabered it. in half. You think? I think so. Let's see it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, she started TV. going to her like her. You know, she she was on the ropes. She started saying, "Sir," and whatever. Are you angry? She she got knocked well, out. Newt, uh, uh, you know. Newt doesn't play, man. Newt don't fuck around. He the doesn't good, fuck around. It, it, it doesn't He's matter. got that those those far away dumb dumb eyes. Like well, you can, if you're any good politician, Republican or Democrat or whatever your party is, you should be able to be this mean, right? I think the the good ones are sharks. The yeah. all shucks. Oh, what's going on? That's oh, not a good Newt, politician. Newt looks like I'm fucking one of those Absolutely. angry guys at the country club. Yeah. You fucked this thing up, but like, just. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at the headline. Uh, Newt Gingrich explodes at Megyn Kelly for bias coverage on Trump's alleged sexual assaults. You are fascinated with sex. You crushed uh, you know. All right, let's uh, take a look at this. He had a rough first debate. He took the bait on Alicia Machado. He stayed in that trap for a week. The Access Hollywood hmm. tape came out, which was not produced by Hillary Clinton. That was Trump. On camera, talking about grabbing I just heard, women. Look, I just heard you go through this with with with, with uh, Governor Pence. I get yeah. it. I know where you're coming from. Let come. me point out something to you. Sure. The three major networks spent 23 minutes attacking Donald Trump that night, and 57 seconds 
on Hillary Clinton's secret speeches? You don't think this is a scale of bias worthy of Pravda and Izvestia? I mean, you want to know why Donald Trump's had a rough if time? Trump is a sexual uh, predator. That is. Could you pause? I, I believe that the media is biased, absolutely. But when you're handed that that tape, that Trump tape, oh. how do you not absolutely. spend a lot of fucking time sure. on that? Right. Because you you got advertisers and ratings well, and all that shit. That that's gold. You're, you're not going to just say, "Well, all right, we've done enough coverage of this. Let's move on to other things." Well, all the other stuff is regular crooked politician shit. Right. But then Somebody if you're the news get, just say you're a business. Then don't don't make believe you're like above it all and high and mighty. Right? Just be like we're in the news business. Sure. You know, no, like and try well, to get no. anything else, like a comedy channel or a Absolutely. cooking channel. And that's better news to, than this uh, news. I think you meant to say uh, entertainment. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We're in like, entertainment. We're, we're, we're not. Just, a, we're not yeah. news. But more and more people are. Understanding that's what all this shit's about. Mm. It's more entertainment than actual news. Well, when you know John Stewart turned the page there, when he became you know a he viable. Was the news. That's what I'm saying. He's sure. on Comedy Central, and he right. was a more viable than anybody else. About did you see that presenting... show fall like a like a safe off of a building? Fucking <laughs> when he left. <laughs> <Fox>. <laughs> that can't feel good. That no. Trevor Noah dude just sitting there like we like He's a sweetheart of a guy too. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. Gonna, He's funny. I'm gonna back up uh, Vic. What Vic said. He was in here, really funny, yep. very bright. Yes, but I thought it was a weird choice too because I think you want, I, I think you want an American talking about like politics, right? Well, not, not necessarily because all that audience went over to last week tonight with John Oliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucker, you you're right. Now, God, I'm losing fucking battles left and right. I, the, the stage manager went over. I know the stage manager, and he left that show, and he's a great dude. Nah, you're uh, right. You know, when, when Spinny jumped ship, then, you I, know, it's already. So now I lost the Coke versus marijuana battle with you. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost the American versus the the uh, foreigner. Today's your last day ever. Fuck! <laughs> lost. Losing. Trevor Noah sucks. Uh, he's so nice. He's a really good right, guy. Fine, man. He's a really good guy. Go play Tennis with him, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I watched. I, I, I don't know. Stewart had something special, dude. I tried oh. to watch it. Trevor, I was just like, you nah, kidding me, right? No. But do you remember there was Stewart a t- had that thing like pe- people don't have this any faith in the news or a particular channel right. or anchorman or a broadcaster anymore. But like Stewart was viewed as like. Looking at Cronkite and Dan Rather and yes, Tom for the millennials, yeah, yeah, he was like the last guy that they actually right. believed what he was saying and what he was reporting. Even yeah. though it was, you no, know, it was satire. People went to him to watch this stuff rather than watching the local news. He, he single-handedly shut down Crossfire. That was one of the greatest things ever. When he to, went over to, there to just sit just there stop. calmly and just motherfuck <laughs> the living shit out mm-hmm. of these two screaming idiots is one of the greatest things in TV oh, in the past he, I, twenty years. I think I don't agree with Stewart's yeah. politics, but I thought he was fantastic. Yes, you absolutely. couldn't stop watching. No, this right. That is a classic of all yeah, time. That's, that's a long video but, but he uh, shut it down yeah we'll tweet it out if you've never seen john stewart on crossfire that is a, a great it's watch. the reason crossfire doesn't exist yes. anymore basically but, but you make a good point because there was a time like you know news on comedy central and now we just go yeah that's what you know yeah. it's normal now to, as you look back but, but there, it's only there been, was a, sorry but, it's only been with stewart because when craig kilborn was hosting it of course everyone just looked at it as a dumb yeah, sketch show right. but eric that's, took it over that's my point oh, it right, went yeah. from no one's well, taking this shit seriously there's just a bunch of silly jokes in here and then somewhere along the way it leaped over into holy fuck this is yeah. you just want to battle with Eric hope you just heads up I won that one right yeah. <laughs> all right <laughs>
<laughs> no, I just jumped the gun. Premature. Uh, a loss is a loss. Yeah, joculation. <laughs> Craig Ferguson, he made some uh, strange choices in his career, huh? I mean, Kilborn. Or Ferguson. Uh, uh, Kilborn. Oh, Kilborn. Craig, Craig Kilborn. Ferguson, another foreigner that Americans loved. Yes. Yeah. All right. He won that battle. Oh, that's already. that weird guy that talked to the puppet? He was yeah, the Scottish late guy. Late used to host wow. the, the Late Late Show. I liked him. I loved him. He was all right. No, he's good, dude. Too. I he think Jimmy Kimmel is the best thing ever on Late He's funny as shit, man. Some of the some of the, his set pieces are some of the yeah. best shit I've ever yeah. seen. He's some really of the crazy, good. wacky, offbeat things that I he like comes him. up with. Too. And, now that, and now that uh, Fallon, they you know they're <laughs> sweeping uh, him off the floor every night. <sighs> oh, with the last name like that, what do you think is going to happen, man? Well, they're calling him, they're calling him Jimmy Fallon today. <laughs> oh man, on it's the front Irish page strike. of the paper, didn't see this yet? No, no, no. These rumors have been out there for a while. Uh, Not even rumors really anymore because there's been enough stories in the press. But it started really coming out when he. Put his hand through the glass coffee table and, and almost severed his finger. Right. right, that's when these stories that people I guess already knew started to become public. Fucking people can't keep their fucking mouth nope. shut. I know. No, I'm so glad I'm not famous. You well, know, like, like think about like <laughs> Joe Namath, like Joe Namath and these guys, like the, the, the oh savagery sure. they used to do in New York uh, City. No one's like nothing. Yeah. Well, the, I've told it on here before. The NASCAR drivers used to stay in the only little hotel in our town two times a year when they'd come to town. And this is back in the day. And shit that you would be in jail for now. Yeah, dude. You're hearing it right and left. And it's just, and it's just that's old. Just, that's just boys I mean, going crazy. Yeah, yeah, just fucking, boys will be boys. Yeah. Murdering girls. Yes, like, exactly. It doesn't matter. Completely horrible. Now nothing. You can't do anything. But Sorry. Fallon, uh, yeah, he's drinking a little too much. It's on the front page of our paper today. NBC warns Tonight Show host to stop boozing. Wow. Is that a Guinness he's I holding it's in the paper? a bit out of control with Mr. Fallon. He's going to get divorced soon. What, what else is in that story, Paul? I'm trying to find it in my pile. I think you're giving me too much fucking prep. <laughs> I can't find shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not used to having this much prep. All right, tomorrow nothing, and then how did by he, Friday we'll figure how out. How did he chip a tooth? No, the old show. Had Go back to he chipped too. a tooth on opening something. Huh? It says somewhere in there that he chipped a tooth trying to open a bottle with his oh, mouth yeah, or something. Got, there's a bunch of uh, found stories out there now. What What is it saying, Paul? Cut his hand on a bottle of Jägermeister and uh, trying to open medicine for his finger. He tried to open up a medicine bottle with his mouth to right. for take pain medication for the finger. Yeah. That and was then, last year, though. Like, what are they saying now that it hit the paper? I don't know. He's jealous of James Corden. Oh, I hate that guy. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Who's that? That's the other ah, show. It's the stupid carpool, carpool karaoke. karaoke. That's yeah. unwatchable. That's it's bad if you and I are saying the same thing at the same time. That's unwatchable. <laughs> My wife watches that brain drain shit like that. It, uh, people love stuff like that. Oh, it's the dumbest thing ever. ever. You know what? Well, all that oh. stuff. The Kardashians. The real whores of Whoretown. There's like 19 the, of those same fucking shows. I like the Kardashians. I watch it. Yeah. They're I got, smoking. I got no problem for just any of Just because they're so hot. Yeah, yeah. they're just they're hot. Not, you she's can not hot. They're you not can watch they're hot. Hot. Dude, Vic. If, Dude. That, if Kim Kardashian starts hitting on you, you'd start No, I would not. You tell you you invented the internet. No, I would not. Hell no. Uh-uh. I don't care that Raymond, Jay, RJ, I've just done her titties. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. She's nasty. Really? As far as I'm concerned. Yes. Yeah. That's nasty. I don't I care. Don't know, That's not, I don't care. She's... Fine. Good. Yay. Wait, I could care less. Wait, I know that's her nude, but are the other one, that's, re that's, uh, that's is that know. real? Yeah. Those? All of those are with her big butt. Uh, hips, you know. are, hips are too fucking wide. Oh, she's fine, guys. Too fucking wide. She's just fucking <laughs> Do you, you watch that show it. to see Caitlyn Jenner's pecker fall out? <laughs> <laughs> 
was funny. She still has it. <laughs> there was no way. Are you looking for the pecker? No, Are you I'm watching not gonna a lie. TV show? I'm not going to lie. Every time he's on, I'm looking for the pecker. Sure. You got to look for the pecker. Well, she likes it. That's why she didn't go all the way. She kept, she wanted to throw uh, some dick. I don't give Caitlin's an ugly chick, isn't she? It's a weird, weird I, thing. You know. It's a very strange thing. I've told all my friends is this is really, I, if you want to come to New York City, we can go over to 50th Street and 12th Avenue, and there's 11 Caitlin Jenner standing over there right now. And so they that, don't have a Courage Award or a TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> it's just a New, York, it's you, a New York thing. You had to give it to the basketball player with cancer. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I can't believe they gave it to The SB or whatever no, the right. hell it was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no. The can- yeah. Yeah, a, a girl has cancer. Yeah, yeah. No, playing hoops, and they're like, yeah, yeah that wasn't good enough. No, Sorry. No, not good enough. Right. This oh, one over you here. Go, you want to go back? This one to over him? here has yeah, a Megan. dick, so we got to give it to you know her. You want to go back to him? Yeah, at let's her. go to Newt Gingrich and Megan yeah, Kelly. He's yelling at her. Country club scolding. It's your opinion. That. I'm not taking a position. I'm taking a position to people like you using language that's inflammatory. That's not true. Excuse me, Mr. Speaker. Donald, Donald, Donald Trump no does not. You have no idea whether it's true or not. What we know is that neither, there are at least. Neither do you. That's right, and I'm not so, taking a position on, on it. Unlike I guess you, you are. When you use the words, you took a position. So what and I, think I it's said very is very unfair of you to do that, Megan. Incorrect. I think that is exactly the bias people are upset by. I think that your defensiveness on this may speak volumes, sir. <laughs> what I said Let me just is suggest if to you. <laughs> that's not bad, right? But it's all it's it's textbook. You're not. She's not saying anything. No, I know. No. Right. Well, she's, I, she's I, getting kicked in the teeth by well, Newt Gringer. Newt's just getting warmed up, yeah, too, by watch the way. this. Yeah, it gets uh, better and better. He gets the lightsaber out. No, no, no. Let me make my point, and then I'll give you the floor. What uh, I said is, if Trump is a sexual yeah. predator, then it's a big story. And what we saw on that tape was Trump himself saying that he likes to grab women by the genitals and kiss them against their will. That's what we saw. Then we saw 10 women come forward after he denied actually doing it right. at a debate to say that was untrue. He did it to me. He did it to me. We saw reporters. We saw right. people who had worked with him, people from Apprentice and so on and so forth. He denies it all, which is his right. We don't know what the truth is. My so, point to you so, is as a media, as a media story, we don't get to say the 10 women are lying. Oh. We have to cover that story, sir. Oh, sure. Okay, so so it's worth 23 minutes of the three networks to cover that story, and Hillary Clinton in a secret speech in Brazil to a bank that pays her 225000 saying her dream is an open border where 600 million people could come to America. That's not worth covering. That is worth when covering. you want to go back and through the did. tapes of your show recently, you are fascinated with sex and you don't care about public policy. Me? Now that's really? what I get out of watching you tonight. You know what? Mr. Speaker, I'm not fascinated by sex, but I am fascinated by the protection of women and understanding okay. what we're getting in the Oval Office. And I think the okay. American voters would like and to know. And therefore, we're going to send Bill Clinton back to the East Wing because, after all, you are worried about sexual predators. Yeah, listen, it's not about me. It's about the women and men of America. And the poll numbers show us that the women of America, in particular, are very concerned about these allegations. And in large part believe that they are you, a real issue and you don't comment, dismiss you want to comment the women on whether the Clinton, do you want to comment on whether the Clinton ticket has a relationship to a sexual predator we on the Kelly file have covered that story as well sir I will no, tell you I just want to hear you use the words I want to hear your words Bill Clinton sexual predator I dare you say Bill Clinton <laughs> sexual predator Mr. Speaker disbarred by the Arkansas Bar disbarred by the excuse Arkansas me. Bar $850,000 penalty excuse me sir 
We on the Kelly File have covered the Clinton matter as well. We've hosted Kathleen Willey. We've, we've covered the examples of him being accused <laughs> as well, but he's not on the ticket. He he and the polls also show that He'll the American the, public is less in interested <laughs> in the deeds of Hillary Clinton's husband than they are in the deeds of the man who asks us to make him president, Donald Trump. We're going to have to leave it at that. Yeah, and damn right you, you can are. take your anger issues and Frigid spend some time working on them, Look Mr. Speaker. Thanks for being and here. You too, and you too. He's, he's, <laughs> That's the grin of a man that says, I just kicked your ass in this argument. No, he's a white-haired country club yeah. samurai oh, dude, right yeah. there. Yeah. A samurai, very nice. I dare you to say it. I dare you to say it. Oh. I dare you. He's you see that smile on his face? No, he was so happy. He knows uh, he got her. I got you. I got you. Well, she started with, I don't like, and I go back and forth all the time, and that's the problem of being Mr. Libra. But it's uh, I, she went straight to, which I hate, is uh, they'll protest too much. Sure. I hate that goddamn argument because uh-huh. there's been a million times that I've snapped and lost my mind, and I'm vehemently arguing my goddamn point, and I'm right. right. And I hate it when they go, well, you, you, you yelling about this just tells me that you're lying. Right. Well, fucking, no, this yeah. is an unjust thing that I'm, I'm passionate fucking mad about. You're yeah. fucking right. retarded. And I have the facts on my side. Right. Whenever you're I, being stupid. I hate that argument. The, oh, you're telling me just because you yell a lot, you're certainly guilty. No, I'm fucking mad because right. I'm right. That's I'm how mad, mad I am. Yeah, yeah, you know. i got the passion behind me. But you know, uh, That was funny. Uh, if we're sticking with politics and you want funny, we got to play the Joe Biden clip. See, I'm getting caught up. I've been, I'm still recovering from Lenny's wedding. I've been missing out on the news. Oh, oh and Joe Biden says he's going to punch Trump. Yeah, two oh, seven. No, I don't know this one either. Old guys, what a no, fight! Trump will knock him out. I would love. That. Would that be the greatest pay per view ever? I'll pay for it. Yes, right. I watch if, it. If we want to get the deficit down, let's just start doing that. If uh, Dana White was smart, he would yeah. sign these two up for Madison Square Garden <laughs> UFC. <laughs> what number is that again? Two hundred. Trump's got a lot of height and weight. Two hundred five. Right. I think you're right. I'd like to take him out back. I love the. Oh, this is great. It's very southern. You also saw Trump's response to it. No, uh, did, did that I have not seen yet. He made a response to it. Wait, so. I might have seen it. Ah, whatever. Like it matters. Um, There'd be nothing better than two. We're just waiting for a commercial. Two we'll, we'll have it in a second. Privileged. Two shit talkers. Uh, two, two privileged 70 year old white dudes. What would you take? You, you know, beating the piss out of each other. Oh. I don't even know if one of them could swing. But well, who would you take in that? Oh, I'd take Biden's Biden. Biden's confidence. I'd take Biden. Me, yeah, so I think I'd Biden, take Biden. He might go psycho on you. Biden's the kind of kid that that gets knocked out first. You think? Yeah, big shit talker. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. He's touching the grass quick. You think? Oh, uh, really? Him or Trump? Though I don't. Who's going to take Trump, who? Trump's going to knock you out. Really? Yeah. I don't think you Trump's think? ever. I don't think Trump's yeah. like going to swing at anybody his entire life. Dude, Trump's like all hot. He's banging Melania he and stuff. He still feels by good. Stone Cold Vic. What? He got stunned. That is true. Oh yeah, right. That is true. I remember that. Yeah. So he's got that against him. Let's play, which is, uh, nice. which is nice. Which is nice. Very, okay, very good. Let's play uh, Biden. But what he said he did and does is a textbook definition of sexual assault. And think, no, no, think about this. But it's more than that. He said, because I'm famous. They both have the because same hair. Because I'm yeah. a star. Because I'm a billionaire. I can do things other people can't. What a disgusting assertion <laughs> for anyone to make. Can you pause this? Oh, yeah. I, 
I I would if I was in that room. I'm sorry. I'm laughing at that point. Right. He's so over the top yeah. dramatic. No, no, it's, yeah, I he's, love that delivery he does when he's you know talking about a family that lost a loved one or something. But when it comes to like you know uh, a uh, playground fight, but let me tell it's you just something. Hilarious. If Biden was running against Trump. Biden would fucking win the whole fucking thing. Uh, of course he would have. Because oh, he's yeah. like Trump light. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, you're right. You'd get a little bit of the best of both worlds. I agree. The re- but the Democrats want this fucking cyborg lady to fucking do it. Oh, yeah. The Republicans fucked up. Anyone else would have had this thing wrapped up. No, they, the Hillary's media. so damaged, Dude, too. The media would have done this to everybody. Hillary is damaged as well. If the Republicans had, like. Uh, they, they got Romney. That guy's Lily White. That guy didn't ever. He never even I'm stole a fucking you. A piece of gum, and yeah. they got him. I'm the binders full you. of women. Remember all that yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got him. You. When the media's the against way, you, you got no was, chance. If it was Biden against Trump, this thing would have been long. It's a lock. Oh, he just said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the other way, too, if they had a, a, a different candidate. Who? Cruz? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That Cuban would be fucking shark food in two seconds. Shit, I, I just lost another battle. God damn it. <laughs> well, they're out of... They're he, pulled out of the, he pulled a Ted Cruz on me. <laughs> Fuck! I can't argue that. They're out of people. Fucking that's Ted Cruz. That's more like Trump. a... That's how they ended up with Trump. Bro, I'm they're Cuban. Out of people. Listen, I'll give you the inside. Sure. I'm Cuban. I'm sitting in Miami with a bunch of Cubans, and Ted Cruz comes on, and... All generations are looking at him. What a fucking asshole! This guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we only got two people in government. He doesn't yeah. represent us. And we're looking at him like, look at this fucking asshole! What a piece of shit this guy! Is. What a chode! What a fucking, what a fucking toy toucher looking creepy penguin looking motherfucker! He is creepy. I was thinking more like maybe John Kasich. John Kasich, but but just hot. Get Hillary. I Same respect shit. John Kasich because he's the he's no. the only one now at this point that is, that shut up. He hasn't said shit. I don't like John Kasich because he didn't like Fargo. So fuck him. Yeah, fuck John Kasich. <laughs> John, yeah. And he on looks, that point alone, and he looks like you. a lesbian cafeteria. Uh, okay, you don't like Fargo. You lost me. And he also went after me and Anthony when he was filling in on Fox News. Oh, of one course. Night. By all mm. means, I really yeah. singled yeah. y'all out. Oh, yeah, That's, he did. You, you reached, want to see this? You reached a high level of annoyance if he's yeah. singling you out. John Kasich knows who we are. Hillary Clinton knows who we no, are. No kidding. And, of course, Donald Trump knows who Does we Podesta are. Does Podesta know who you are? What? Podesta, the guys that email <laughs> got cracked <laughs> open like a fucking egg? <laughs> Oh no, man! We're all we're all over this election. This is great. Fucking Hillary used audio from this radio show to fucking uh, beat up Trump. Wow! And then our audio talking to Mister Trump has also been out. I there. remember some of that. Yes. Phil so. Collins knows me, and he fucking hates me. <laughs> well, he should have like picked another song. It's the only song I know. Studio. How about one more night? He probably would have said, "All right, man, you're cool." I think he was going to yell at me regardless. He could have said, "You can't hurry, love." Yeah, that would have. That realized. Okay, he looked over. He's like, "Look at this fucking minority." Ah, that, that was so good. Yeah, it was. I don't he, care I think anymore. Were, Maybe he's yeah. just a slightly, you know, no more. No malt. No malt. I don't like that song as much as Sister no Studio. I think you were reminding him of the illegal alien video, and it just took yeah, him to a like dark place. Yeah, it's like, this motherfucker's in that video. It's like that, he looked at you like, fuck, that's the look I was it's going like, for. God, fuck. how did this fucking pot go nail that look? I, I knew I should have went goatee. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, all right, why don't we play the rest of the Joe Biden? Yeah, this is where he is. Yeah. He pauses. Oh, yeah. He paused for his applause. He knows he's killing. His, color, his hair color is like the color of piss. Did you see yeah. The press always asks me, don't I wish I were debating him? No, I wish you were in high school. I could take him behind the gym. That's <laughs> gym. 
70. He's 70. I like it. <laughs> I, I love Joe Biden. And I don't even like really study his politics on these issues. I really don't. It's just like how he talks. Well, when you showed me, I didn't know when the, he shook Obama's hand and goes, this is fucking great. No, it's, uh, no I hell, know the exact quote. You know goes, this is a big fucking deal. <laughs> so get, good. This is a big fucking no, deal. But I, the minute I saw that, I'm like, I would vote for you for anything yes. just based on that. Just based on that. He, he had yeah. to have known that there was a lot of Mike. Yeah. Oh, this is one of this my favorite. So Ladies, um, play this really um, fast. Huh? I'm getting a quicker one. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United <laughs> States of America, Barack Obama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and Obama, th- these were the days where Obama did not like him. No, he was yeah, he didn't know like, what to do with him. Like he the still- party put these two together. Yeah. Like, look, Obama, yeah. you're going to need an yeah. old white guy. Yeah. But you know, now if you if you see Obama's body language and Biden's around, he fully enjoys the hell out yeah. of him. But in this clip, it shows like, ah, oh, fuck this guy. Well, he's he's going to get me in trouble. Yeah, he's only two years in. And he yeah. doesn't know. This is a big fucking deal. I think uh, Biden gained some uh, some years back too. He looks he looks better now than from that clip. That's pretty he old. He got out of it. He doesn't care. Well, because he's still in the bullpen. Because Hillary might die. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, it could happen. You got ten days. <laughs> Are we down to ten days? No, I don't know. It's a week. Twenty from, days. It's a week from Tuesday. Eighteen no? days. Eighteen days. All right. It's 18 a week days. from Tuesday. Whatever yesterday, so two weeks from yesterday. No, I think we're less than. I think we're twelve days. I'm not good at math. Just show you how stupid I'm going we are. twelve days. Right. No, what day? We, I'm going uh, thirteen days. We'll go thirteen and a half. Let's go thirteen. All right. Here's Trump responding to what Biden said. Look at that camo hat. God, I love this. Dude. Our stupid people. This <laughs> our Perfect. leaders are stupid people. They're stupid people. I'm telling you. Obama, all this guy does is campaign for Hillary, who we can't stand. <laughs> and if you read what Yo, happened today with the server back and forth that he ended up knowing about, even though he said he didn't, it just came out on WikiLeaks. He knew about it. And if you see now why, you know, I'm trying to figure out why is he backing her over Biden? Did you see where Biden wants to take me to the back of the barn? Me. He wants it. I'd love that. <laughs> I'd love that. You're standing in Mr. Front of a tough guy. You know, he's Mr. Tough Guy. <laughs> you know when he's Mr. Tough Guy? When he's standing behind a microphone by himself. That's when he's... Been. He wants to bring me to the back of the barn. Oh. As you stand behind the microphone. Some things exactly. in life you could really love doing. Our nation has lost... And by the way, if I said that... They'd say, he's violent. How could he have done that? I'm pr- I do like, I'll give him that I'm spot on. He is entertaining as all hell. Fuck. He I just love the fact that how you couldn't enjoy four years of him talking it, it, shit well, As a people. comedian, hell I mean, yeah. As yeah. a comedian, comedy gold. Oh, my God. That's, cool. all, that's been Obama's whole problem. Not funny. Not funny. You got eight years of Bill Clinton, comedy gold. Eight what? years of George W., comedy gold. Right. Then a guy trying to do things. Yeah. Not funny. So, <laughs> You get back to this, the criminal or this guy. Let's, you know, I'm just looking for. He's in front of a hay bale in a pickup truck. Like yeah. he's completely. And he's by himself behind a microphone. Yeah. As he's, uh, as as he's, he's talking about yeah. Biden being behind him, a microphone by himself. Play this out. Proud of the fact that employ thousands and thousands of people all over Florida. And the state is an amazing state. But I'm also proud to provide them with benefits, including health care. 
Unfortunately, a small number of the people that work at Trump National in Doral, which is Miami, they're on Obamacare, small percentage. And as I said this morning, they are having tremendous difficulty. In fact, a lot of them have said, can you take me off Obamacare? See what we can. Should I do it or not? Should I take them off? Ah. I'll mention you fucks when I do it. What does that even mean? I don't know. 13 days to the election. Yeah. It is 13? I'm according to that right there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, 13 days. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> In other news, former players accusing Bobby Knight of squeezing their testicles. Fucking Ooh, awesome. Okay, right. It's, it's not a gay thing. No. That's not gay. No, no, that was probably being a punk. That's coaching. Coaching. That's, coaching. that's coaching. Yes. Old school coaching. Old school coaching. You can't do this shit <laughs> nope. anymore. You can't throw the basketballs at the players anymore. No, can't call them names. Can't call them names. Can't throw the chairs at them. Can't put them in a tool shed and make them sit in the dark for an hour. True. That's what that dude that got in trouble works. for. Us. You know, I, don't, right. I, I got no problem with I would lived in a fucking shed, boy. I can, I, I can get 1,100 football players on the line right here that will back up every bit of this and say oh, there's nothing God. wrong with it. Yeah, that, made them better. The shit you went through if you were on a team. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I don't think I ever had my testicle squeezed. But, Dude, you got, but it's a different generation. Like my, I look forward to testicle squeezing day myself. Did yeah. you see that guy <laughs> That guy on, on YouTube that does the leave me alone thing? Huh? Like how to deal with bullying. It's right. like a song. Uh, here comes. Oh, Wait no. a minute. Here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Club Soda Kenny. I, I have a cute sort of related sports story about this. Okay. When I was a young boy and I was playing Little League Baseball, yeah. one day I had to be the catcher, Yeah, and I had my first homosexual experience because the umpire checked me for a cup. <laughs> <laughs> and he's out. He's out. No, it's perfect. No, it's absolutely. You see that tennis ball that's how you do it. That's how you do That's it. That's how you do it right there. Guys, we're out of things to talk about, so he brings up Disney. Wow, that's very good. All right. Uh, what's there the story is. behind the Bobby Knight testicles thing? We had the story now. Uh, it's in an autobiography, right? In his new autobiography, Jadlow, on the rebound, uh, Todd Jadlow, who played on the night as a Hoosier from 85 to 89, alleges that the coach broke a clipboard over his head, squeezed players by their testicles, and once ordered team managers to post photos of female genitalia in a player's locker, among other acts. Because he was calling them a, a, a pussy, probably. Yeah. Right. Well, that would well, be what's wrong? To... He didn't do anything wrong. It's pejorative. Oh, come on. <laughs> if you want to, if you, I'm saying, if you right. want Right. Uh, Thomas's locker was once plastered by photos of female genitalia, and Knight had a habit Funny. of throwing tampons at him, all because the coach thought he was a fucking pussy. Right, right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Parcells kept referring to Joey Galloway as she. I remember. Oh, really? Yes, when he was coaching New England, and I think it was Joey Galloway, and who has a great career and was a good ball player, yeah. but he thought he was a little soft, and, and so for the first few weeks, when he met, didn't even know him better, he just kept calling him she, 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 oh, she. Well, she doesn't understand how it works in the NFL. <laughs> She's had a tough time in her life. <laughs> so how did he come back? I think that? it was Parcells. I'm pretty sure. Wow, we, uh, there there used to be a different time, huh? Oh God, yeah. 
you know. But well, most I, people that went through the Bobby Knight program just knew this was just part of being on his team. Well, if that dude was didn't there, even think twice. But now this guy obviously is looking for a payday, and probably went to a publisher and said, "Oh, well, I got some stories that'll sell some books." That's why we're talking about it because I don't even remember that player. Do you? I don't know him. I know if he was there from '85 to '89. I think they won the national championship in '87. So, so I got on a national so, so championship yeah, team, and I guarantee you for the next five years after that, he wasn't saying jack no, shit about of this. Not. Right? He was talking about, "Yo, I won the national championship." Yeah. And he's a great, I bet. That'd right. Be, you That's know. so fucked up. But, they did these but then guys. times get, uh, you know, change. And then. Is that this guy? That's him. Keith Smart hit a, Keith Smart hit a buzzer beater in 87, maybe. Jesus. Just, uh, I love sports. No, I mean, maybe that, that's amazing how you can pull that shit. Well, it's, you know, he only won in 76. They went undefeated. That's the last team to go undefeated, Bobby Knight and that 76 team. And then they won again. And I think, I think it's 87. And, and Bobby's, uh, endorsing Trump. Beat Syracuse. Really? I think that's who they beat. Yeah, maybe. In what that's year? It's 87. That's what I'm going with. Somebody can. 87 NCAA basketball championship. Was uh, Pearl Washington on the team? I don't know. I'm just trying to get I don't think so. I think he's early. I think he's <laughs> I early. He was earlier, right? He's early. Yeah, he's he earlier. lost Pearl Washington. Yeah, he's early. Brain cancer, yes. I think it was. Yeah, he passed. He was an unbelievable player. Not that great in the NBA, though. Pearl Washington. So now you got. Uh, now I need to know where when Pearl was on. Uh, yeah, Indiana seventy four, Syracuse seventy three. Keith Smart hit a buzzer beater. There you go, you nailed it, buddy. In the Superdome. Wow, very good. Uh, sometimes I get one. Sometimes you get a lot. <laughs> sometimes you get a lot. And then we lost a fan at uh, Broncos Stadium, falling fifty feet. Ah! Yesterday, I mean Monday. Um. Yeah. I guess, Right. Sunday. Monday, it was a Sunday night game. Was no. it a Sunday night game? I Sunday thought... night game was the two fuck up field goal games with no time oh, left. Oh God, the six six tie. Yeah, Monday night was. Did it. you see? I, the... I got home from the wedding just in time to see both of them. You see Pete Carroll like what? Yeah. <laughs> both coaches like <laughs> what standing the fuck? there. What? The... Yeah, I don't know who was more what aggravated, the... him or Arians. Oh, the, the frustration. You, you think an NFL game should end in a tie? Never. The regular season, I'm okay with it because yeah. it doesn't happen that much. Just yeah, I mean, that that's a, it's a it's a tough, grueling sport, and then they walk off the field. Well, regular tie. season, you know, whatever, right? You get, I don't know. I, I like my favorite thing about this is I just like it when I think it was Donovan McNabb that didn't know it was a rule that yeah. you could still have a tie. Wasn't that, wasn't that yeah. McNabb? Yes. Yeah. As long as he's been playing football, and he's like, wait a minute, what? Huh? He, was, huh? he actually didn't know that that could happen. <laughs> I, you can't have a tie. They're, they tied Sunday night. We had one. No shit. We had a tie. The Cardinals and the Seahawks tied on Sunday the night. What the fuck was I doing? It was 6-6. Six, six. Yes. It was a horrible, horrible game. I just saw the highlights. And they, they both missed 25-yard field goals. big sports guy. What do you think about this whole ratings drop with the NFL? Do you think it's because everyone's taking the knee, or do you think it's just because fucking people don't give a fuck anymore? I think it's because you got five good teams, and then everybody else is a pile of shit. They, the, the, the NFL wants everybody to be 8-8. Eight and eight. That way you're always in it. Right. I think they would like nothing better than out of 32 teams if fucking 28 of them went 8-8, eight and eight, and then that way everyone Everybody's alive, and then everybody's interested, and everybody's watching. Huh. And, and uh, but on paper, that sounds great, but uh, it waters down the product. Yeah, I though. think so. It, it, I think it really does. That's I why. I, so. That's why I stick with the teams that everybody likes every year. You know, I love Tom Brady. I got no problem saying it. You know, I love. He's got some life, huh? I like Seattle. He, oh, he's fucking. Oh, he's amazing on eighty levels. You know, the fact that you can, you know, go from one super hot woman to another one while she's still pregnant, not just and Giselle, Giselle not get mad at you. My kid, <laughs> we were we were doing a oh, food network thing with with Tom Brady and it was like his charity for kids, right? For special needs kids and my fucking wife is texting me. I, let, our son needs to meet Tom Brady. You're a monster. Why don't you let him come down to the field? Like finally. I'm like fucking bring the fucking goddamn kid down here. <laughs> 
So here comes this fucking kid. The kid's fucking, he's got every flavor ice cream on his fucking shirt. He fucking, he, he shows up. Tom Brady, I'm like, Tom, this is my son. Tom goes to give him, I'll show you the picture. Goes to shake his hand. My kid fucking looks like a piece of Ikea furniture. Just fucking Won't even look at him. Won't even look at him. Too scared or so just So now too... the, the guy that was with Tom Brady starts hugging my son because he thinks one of my son's one of these fucking special needs kids. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's the picture. Oh, is that look, it? Look, there it is. There it is. Look. That guy. That guy, like, I don't know. He owns, like, Pepsi or something. He's like, oh, poor little kid. I'm like, fucking I, Robert. <laughs> I, I got to defend your kid. That's a tough spot to be in. All right. I would be there. shocked. Yeah. It was like an hour ago. <laughs> uh, He's 11. I'm an he old, was 10. I think I, I'm an old fuck. I was going to say, I think I'm an old fuck. No, I know I'm an old fuck. But if I was in that position, I think I would freeze too. Yeah, I've, I've, I've I been. I think I would yeah, freeze a little I bit. Am, I, I froze in front of Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, and it didn't go well for me. I should have froze in front of Phil Collins. I yelled that because I, I like his song. How did this end, though? Tell yeah. me, please. You're looking at the That's beginning, it. you're looking at the middle, That's and the it. fucking end. That's it. <laughs> Tom Brady's amused in this photo, though. We'll tweet it out. That's pretty funny, man. Uh, good looking kid. Yeah, I know, the kid's yeah, beautiful. Pretty normal. Good looking kid yeah, there. Good, 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 good soccer player. Yeah? yeah? I don't know. All right. You're, well, you're, I mean, yeah. he's, he's 11. You're happy okay. about that. Yeah, so, he's a good soccer player. We got uh, baseball tonight. Game we got a tonight. game two tonight. We got uh, Jake Arrieta, I think, against uh, Trevor Bauer, whose hand is now healed from the drone accident. I heard. <laughs> it's, right still, it's unbelievable. That's Cleveland. Is that not that Cleveland? Right there. Routine drone. Oh, my God. If I was a, a star pitcher, I'm not touching anything. anything. No, I'm sitting at home with my robe on, right. you know, rubbing moisture all over I'm my body. I'm not taking, uh, you know... The tea kettle off the fucking stove. <laughs> somebody call oh somebody for God, that. Oh my God, are you kidding me? But this Why is, are you fooling around with drones? This is where it should get interesting tonight. They're going to, I heard, according to Mr. Falcone, yep. they moved it back an hour because they're thinking bad weather. So instead of eight, it's going to be at seven. Tonight. Oh wow. Yeah. We got to get home then. They think some shit's going to go down. So seven oh eight instead of eight oh eight, first pitch. The games take forever though. I didn't watch the whole thing last night. I, I, I made it through the fourth. Oh, what time was uh, what time was the game over? Probably eleven fifty, something like wow. that. Wow, yeah, that's late. But I, yeah, was, I love it, man. It's so good. On I just this I was is, switching back and forth. How can you not? I mean, it really, it's a no lose situation. It, I was looking at my Knicks. Oh, <laughs> sort of my Knicks because Carmelo Anthony's still on the team. Yeah, I'm obsessed with nah, not liking him. They're horrible. As long as Dolan owns LeBron that team, looked ridiculous. As long as Dolan owns that team, the only cure is gas can and match. Uh, <laughs> that's what everyone says. I'm, hey, he will. I hope they suck forever, and I like them. But that motherfucker is one of the shittiest owners in sports. And uh, he, you know, Donald Sterling opened up his mouth and took mm-hmm. the title from him. But Dolan isn't much better. He's not a really. He's you don't not like. A, I don't like him. I don't, he's a dry drunk. I don't like dry drunk. You know, just you might as well drink. Yeah, if you're the reformed alcoholic and you're a giant piece of shit, start drinking again. Because <laughs> you, you, you didn't learn shit. No, you didn't, know, God damn, you didn't learn shit. It's funny. It's fucking funny. It's really funny. Uh, let's see. NFL ratings are dropping off because they are catering to women and children. Uh, yeah, uh, is that what the point? That's the yes. Let me go to this guy. God, yes. Uh, James, hit, what do you got on this? Listen, I don't know if you guys fucking remember this, but I'm a Raiders fan, and like a few games early in, into the season, they they take the chance to do a, a two point conversion to fucking win the game. First game of the year. There's like, 
Yeah, there's like 27 seconds left on the clock. Michael Crabtree gets the two-point conversion in the end zone. He throws the fucking ball straight up as a celebration. He doesn't dance. He doesn't curse. He throws the ball up. They throw the fucking flag. They throw the fucking flag for fucking celebration and end zone penalty. What's the point, dude? You know, there's like 27 seconds left. It puts the other team in better position. What are we fucking saving from? Women, there's so much pink shit. It's fucking ridiculous. They can't. (laughs) (laughs) He's losing me on that one. I got it. He's losing me on the the pink. Well, I mean, it's supposed to be for a good cause. It's breast cancer awareness. Yeah, but a lot of people talk about how much of the money is actually going to the cause. That's something we get into on another show. That's the Bill. That's a classic Bill Hicks joke. Right. The Bill Hicks rapper. The only people that's making money off the yellow river. Ribbons everywhere are the yellow ribbon maker. Right. <laughs> and, that, and I'm sure I just ruined it. But I'm that's sure Hicks. a, a that's bunch Hicks. of the money is still going to, you know, the cause, obviously. But I, I hear there, there might be some overhead there, too. You guys have that comedian on all the fucking time. He's going on on this podcast Bill about Burr. it. I think no, no. Brennan. 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 <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's fucking going on, on on his podcast about how Goodell fucking takes like 90% of the fucking money, then Susan G. Komen gets like 10%. Yeah, it's Ooh. Bill Burr. I think it's Bill Burr. I bet I James, no, it's not. Bill Burr. All right, I got to go, though. The music is uh, kicking in. That means we got to get the Thanks, fuck out of here, man. I kind of agree with him. I mean... End zone celebrations. There's nothing wrong with that. You scored a two-point conversion on the road to win the game. Uh, You're happy. Right. <laughs> Fucking idiot. All right, Vic Henley, what do you got, buddy? Uh, Funny Bone Omaha and Sioux City, Iowa, Hard Rock Casino, November 9 through 12. What do you got, Cuban? Uh, come to my restaurant. I'll be cooking this week. Ooh. Don't fucking say anything crazy to me. Right. I swear to God, I'll kick Where's you out. your restaurant? Jersey. Marie's Italian Specialties in Chatham, New Jersey. I hear great things. I, I, I still haven't been there. You got to come. He's cutting us off. We ran out of music. All right. Uh, follow me on uh, Let's Go With Instagram today. OP Radio on Instagram. See you tomorrow. Bye. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>